This is Good Riddance the Podcast. Episode fucking what episode is this, bro? You know what episode this is, bro? It's a very good question. I was hoping you'd have the answer for it. I don't know. I want to say episode 37. I think we're on 37. Uh, we, 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 we don't got the intern in today. <laughs> Fuck am I kidding? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> nah, but um, I want to welcome y'all in to episode 36, 37 of the Good Riddance Podcast. We will be fact-checking that in a moment, so don't, um, don't, don't, don't sue me. Just charge it to my head, not my heart. Um, we back again yet another week. Um, here alongside me, I got my guy, my man's pots and pans, Honey Grand, my man Jay. How you, know, you feeling, man? How you, you doing? Know, you know, we're feeling some kind of way, man. It's really, really good. Having a damn good fucking time. But uh, let me just jump straight to it, man. We got a guest, man. Break it down. Man. Um, hit it, bro. Just hit it. I guess I should be the one to do this, right? I, that's why I'm giving it back to you. Okay. Uh, ball's back in my court, man. So we got more than just a guest. We got... Um, a man who is, uh, I have a lot of questions for Oh. Concerns for Cons- Oh. And you would think I wouldn't have these types of questions. But you got him anyway. Being that we're so close. Okay. So close as far as relations, as far as blood goes, right? Okay. Um, I got my, I got my younger bro in the building, man. More like family, not a guest, right? Hey, hey, um, there you go. Talk to the people, man. How you want? How do you want us to address you? Do you want us to say Isaiah, Zay, like we affectionately called you growing up, Minister Brown? Is it, is it Isaiah with the S or with the Z? S with an S. With the S. Isaiah with an S. Okay. What, what do you want to be referred to as, man? Just, just call look, me Rabbi. Wait, wait. We're gonna we're gonna show oh, this. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait call, a minute. Call me Rabbi. Rabbi. Oh, no, rabbi. I'm joking. I'm rabbi. joking. I'm joking. To all the rabbis out there that may be listening. <laughs> No, Isaiah's fine. That may or may not. Okay, Isaiah's fine. Yes. Hey, but you know, Isaiah does go with Rabbi pretty well. Yes. I might might say. I might just say. We talked a little bit off air. Um, You told us what, you know, where you stand as far as topics go. We respect that. Tell us about you, man. Who are you? What you do? Passions are, you know, open it up. Let us know. Talk to me. Man, so thank you, man. Ivory's my my big brother, and I'm just happy to be in the studio tonight. Um, Loosen up, man. Just just talking. We're, to, we're past all the pleasantries. Talking the to the family. Talking talk to some the shit. family. Just talk your shit, man. Talking to the family. <laughs> um, my name's Isaiah. Um, I'm a hardworking man. Uh, I'm a hope dealer, and I'm a people pusher. Mm-hmm. That's it. Damn, uh, I, I know a dope dealer, dealer and a drug pusher, but this man's a people pusher. Hey. This is the first time I've been in the same room as a talented man as that. Let me tell you what. And we're on episode like 38. I don't mean to go back in, uh, in conversation, but yeah, 38 we were, is where hey, we at. We were off. We were like 36, 37. We're at 38. 38, 38, 38. Don't sue me. Don't jump in my mentions or my DMs. I know what happened, though. Here we go. This is a special episode because I'm here. 38 makes it special. 38. 38. Is 38 a special number to you? No. 38 snub nose. So. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. I see where um, you went. Okay, I like that. I so like how that. was your week, Jay? How was? Tell us about your last seven days, man. What's going on, man? Bro, you know, I, where do I start, man? I don't know. It was a. Uh, it was pretty, 
pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Pretty decent. I mean, for 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 somebody all that know, I did hit the movies again to watch the same ass flick I saw a week before, or a couple weeks before, I should say. And if y'all haven't peeped it twice, y'all probably should. Y'all probably missed something. I know you did, because I did. But obviously, I'm talking about the end game. She's dope. But beyond that, man, it wasn't too much going on, man. You know, just work, you know, meeting some pieces. New piece on deck, by the way. I'll jump into that a little bit later on. Oh, man. My, oh, boy, yeah. my boy is uh, living a single life again, so. We're, we're peace dealing. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got the hope dealer. We got the peace dealer. Oh, yeah. I got a feeling by the end of this podcast, we're going to find out what I'm Because I was going to ask you what you did. Yeah. Uh, by the end of this podcast, we're going to find out okay. what I'm dealing. We'll find um, out. We'll find out. As for me, man, my last week has been it's been a little rocky. It's been a little weak. Uh, a little, uh, little very, very busy, I should say. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. Um, Haven't really had no time off. Just been working back to back to back to back. Don't you hate it when that happens? Absolutely. And you know I work, I work another little side, little gig to, you know. To, 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 to buffer the income sometimes. so It's like you push it to the limit to realize you physically have a limit. Ain't that a bitch? You know what I feel like it is? I think I, I think I feel something different than that. I feel like we daily push it to what we think the limit is. Okay. But over and over in our minds, we just keep breaking that record. When you think you, when you think is, you know, you when you think you need that day off, when you think you just need a Disconnect from everything. That alarm go off at seven in the morning. You like, let's get up. Let's make it happen. Got to figure out a way. I don't hear nothing bad in that. Okay, that's where um, growth happens. Damn, that that you're absolutely right. It's nothing. That's pretty deep. But at the same time, let's talk about the the much needed disconnection you need from the day to day. How much disconnect is okay? I think I think I think that's a, that's a self question. I I don't I don't see a problem with pushing it to the limit and then you break that record and keep going. I think that that's where the difference is. The that, difference that, in what? The, the the difference that you're making within yourself. That that, that betterment. That self growth. That self involvement. Becoming who you should become. That better person. That stronger person. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's where it go. I don't okay. I don't I don't think you should disconnect. But I do think you need to learn how to press reset, how maybe to back up a bit and say, okay, let me let me get let me you know that self care. But I don't I don't think disconnect should happen. But breaking records, you you need to break records. What about isolation? What do you feel about isolation? Isolation is needed. I isolation is needed for your own personal mental mindset, just to make sure that you're mentally in the space that you should be in. Period. So isolation is good. Rest is good. Should you disconnect? I don't know. Disconnect is a hard word. You can't disconnect from the hustle, from the struggle. Because once you disconnect, then you you disconnected not only from what you're doing, but from the people you're caught to. I feel like the disconnection is is, uh, necessary. I feel like sometimes um, that when you disconnect, that's where that self-care, where you get a moment to just... Think and, and and reflect on on you, right? If you're always connected, that means you're always giving. You're always giving something, whether it's your time, your attention, your money, your energy, your thoughts, X, Y, Z. And you just got to break away sometimes and be like, you know what? 
I'm gonna call off today. I'm, I, I'm, you know, I can do it. I'm, you know what I mean? Like, like with my job, like I work in finance, and I'm sure you feel the same way too, bro. When I get off work, six thirty, seven o'clock every single night. When I'm pulling six days a week, I'm never physically tired. It's always just mental. Where I'm like, man, and I get to the house. If nobody said a word to me, a lot of times I'm cool. I don't got to hear nothing from nobody. Right? Like, why our girls don't understand that, though? <laughs> this is this is a sidebar. <laughs> why your girl think because you're not trying to talk, you mad at her? Bruh. <laughs> Be like, I Bruh. just... I just got off work. I've been at work since 8 o'clock this morning. It's now 8 o'clock p.m. I've been talking all day. There's some type of, tr- like, there's some uh, there's some hardwiring. <laughs> they're, 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 they're wired a different way. Yeah, they, they got a little bit of hardwire that's that's set differently. Because if you think about it. Bro, that's, that hardwire is nasty. They could work the same hours that we do. But they could still have a conversation with you about the same shit they talked to you about when they called you during lunchtime. And express it right back to you the exact same way without missing a tune or a beat. But you're supposed to be as excited as you were the first time when you heard it when you weren't even excited to begin with. When they well, bring up the same conversation? Well, I got a question. Do your girl <laughs> ask you the same questions and then still be confused every time you have that same answer? Oh, my God. That's happened before. Oh, yeah. my God. Hell, I'll be like, yo, um, you, you know, said that already? <laughs> I, I agreed with you already. What are we doing? You know. you know what I think? I think that they just have an attention disorder. I don't like to call it a disorder, but to a normal human being as such as myself, I can refer to it as a disorder because it is different to my, my, my mindset and my psyche. So I will say this much. Mm-hmm. Breaking down and elaborating this disorder for just a second, if I may. Quite frankly, don't call, don't call it a disorder. Because there's people out there that really have the disorder. Wait, you just said don't call it a disorder. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 what wait, I'm saying. He is, just said don't wait, call it a disorder. No, 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 but what I'm, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Uh, I'm saying don't call that a disorder if it's not a disorder because there's people who actually uh, suffer from that. But, but you know what? You know, it's kind of like saying if, if don't I use the R word. What's the R word? But uh, I'm going to use it. You oh. you have to be able to use it Retarded. to be able to okay but oh man that's so horrible don't ever say that word you're not supposed to say it okay. but you just said it bro don't say it again towards people I'm offended who aren't have not been okay because there's people who suffer from that wow oh, listen right <laughs> same thing same 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 concept okay. with the, All right. with the said disorder that we I, I I get the concept I get the concept but there's one little thing I have and this is the only thing I I, I have to to, to I guess to I have a boundary on it. I, I guess sure. I could say right. Shoot, it's it's a word that provides a definition, right? Sometimes if if a word exists and it provides a definition of said circumstance, mm-hmm. it should be able to be used under the right circumstances, right? Medical term defines this stuff, right? So, going back to what you mentioned, let me backtrack it then. Let me not call it a disorder. Let me call it. A hardwire malfunction. Is that okay? That's fine. I just think it's just <laughs> selective fucking okay. memory and shit. Yeah. So so here's so here I guess here's the thing, man. I think they have that whole attention situation, right? Think about this. When you give them too much attention, if you pay attention close enough, you give them too much attention. 
Mm-hmm. They feel like you're doing something behind the back. Why is he giving me so much attention? Why are you bringing me flowers? Why this? Why that? All of a sudden, you start realizing, like, wait, 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 wait. I'm giving you my affection and my time. They don't see it that way. Mm-hmm. Okay, fine. You say, but you know, let me take a step back. Let me just drop it back a bit. Let me give you some space. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. you don't care for me anymore. Mm-hmm. There's something missing. How come you don't do this for me no more? Well, shit, because you bitched about it last time when I did this shit. I give, it's too much. I withdraw, it's too much. I stay in the middle, I'm hiding something. You give a little, you give an inch to take a You can't win for losing. (laughs) Even when you say, fuck it, I'm going to just Holy shit, you can't win for losing. You don't realize how impactful that just was to, and it's going to be that much more impactful to motherfuckers listening. You're going to lose, just, you're going to lose, period. And, And that's what I mean where that dysfunction kicks in. Whereas for us, we can never understand it, which is why a wise man once said, you don't have to understand them. Just love them. That's it. I want to, I want to talk to him. You are? <laughs> Whoever said that, I want to talk to him. Just a simple, easy, easygoing convo. Just the fuck were you talking about? Bring him in this era. That's why. How do I, how do I, how do I unlock that level of uh, consciousness where I just... I think it's patience. Patience, patience. Um, you guys ever consider that? You guys put yourself in a position where you realize that patience was truly a virtue? You guys ever been in that situation where you guys actually consider that yourselves? You it's, told it's, yourself? It's definitely a virtue. Right? It's Which definitely you, when you have, Yeah, I think... Um, and then you become more peaceful because you realize it right, yourself? Right, and I think, and I think that... Um, I think a lot of... And I've, I've, been, I've been pretty open on this podcast, bro, uh, about religion. I okay. think... So I think a lot of um, the teachings that go with religion, um, a lot of it is, is, is based in patience. Even though I've been pretty vocal or, or not vocal, but just open about like my stance or my uh, just my, my struggle with it, my struggle with religion. Yeah. Um, we, you know what I mean. I, I do think you know there's some very very, you know, good teachings. Whether you believe in you know God, whether you struggle with it or what, you know what I mean. Yeah. That that's one of the things that teaches you that everybody eventually gets their turn. So you just got to be diligent. You just got to keep your head down and work, and not complain, and just be thankful for you know just the things around you, the people around you, the waking up. You know what I mean. Just gratitude and patience. That's where I think a lot of it kind of stems from. Follow your heart, not the crowd. Yeah. You guys you guys ever seen those pictures? You got somebody like digging in a mine and shit. Fucking digging right next to each other. Mm-hmm. The other motherfucker ends up, boop, he found a diamond. He runs out. He buys a house. The other motherfucker, instead of keep keeps on going. going, he gets out of his fucking mind. Hops to that motherfucker's. Keeps going all the way down. Finds nothing else. Little realizing the biggest fucking rock in Houston in the fucking yeah. mindset was right there. Yeah. In his own section, everybody has their. Path. But he disvalued just, his place. You just gotta, you just gotta like. I'm a big believer in creating the the path you want. You know what I mean? Like, break that down a little bit. I actually had a conversation with somebody about this. Can you truly build the path you want? Um. See, it's, in my mind, that question opens up so many, so many, so many avenues. Let's open up the avenues. Which streets are we on? Um. I believe yes. Are we on fuck it driveway or are we on? 
I believe I believe people can build their own pathway. But I believe people have to have the right level of patience in order to see it manifest. Reason okay. being is because not everybody comes from the same playing field. Um, Do you need to? You uh, you don't. I won't, I'm not going to say you don't need to. But it's nice if everybody gets the same start. Do you and feel you that there's advantages then? Advantages for? In general. Well, I mean, yeah. Race plays, race plays a part. Um, family structure plays a part. Communities play a part. The schools you go to play a part. X, Y, Z. I think, I think so many different levels play a part. And that's another reason why, and I've talked about this with other people. I don't know if it was ever on air. That's one of the other reasons why I don't believe in free will. I believe in the idea of free will. Break that down. Now, you never had the conversation with me. Um, so a lot of people... They disagree with me off rip, like off the dribble, because when they think mm-hmm. of free will, they think of a person doing or being able to make any decision that they want to make. True. Okay. I think I think free will is a little bit more than that. If you take a young, um, let me get let me get a good age where a kid should be knowledgeable enough, but not old enough where he can go. Thirteen. Eighteen. Sixteen. No, no. Let's go seventeen years old. I would say 13. Only, you know. No, no, let me, let me make the example with a 17-year-old. Right, hit it. 17-year-old. 17 years old. Will. Because when you're at 17 years old, you're, like, typically most people are on that brink to where one bad decision, you can try it as an adult, make the right decisions, you can be in, in a really great situation, right? So let's say 17 years old. Okay. Because when the, the, like, Boy, you know what I mean. You you start to kind of piece together who you are. You don't. I got you. You, you know what I mean. You're right at that. So moment. a white man walks in a room. Okay. Seventeen year old sitting at the table, just like this. One side of the table, he drops a quarter of a meal on the table. On the other side of the table, he drops a paper. That's a full ride scholarship to whatever fucking universe to USC. What do you think that's uh, from areas that we're from? Y'all know where we're from. What do you think the 17-year-old kid taking? The cash. Why? Ba- if, he, if he's from where I'm from, and he's from where I know you're from, not having, not he probably ain't even seen that much money in his life. It's, it's something that he has never seen before. He's seen a piece, a piece of paper with ink on it before. But he ain't seen a quarter of a million dollars in his face that he has access to. So I think that that the fact that he has the access to the cash, he takes what he has access to. Okay. Okay. Would you concur? Would you? Would, do you agree with that? Let me just get his opinion real quick. I would, based on the areas that you brought up to the attention. And that's where we talk about even playing field. But keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would agree? I, um, I, I would agree so, with that 100%. Yeah. Okay, so tell me this. Um... For and for a couple for that for most of that same reason that he brought up mm-hmm. is what I think will happen as well. Right. Um, so now tell me this: Who made that decision? Did that boy's past, the way he grew up, the way he seen people fucked up, living paycheck to paycheck, did that mind make the decision, or did his true self knowing college is 
the way, the key to everything. And now I don't even got to pay for it. It was his experiences. It was his past. Okay, right. It, was, it wasn't a conscious boy. It, what I'm saying is it's not a conscious boy who's thinking about his future, who can go to a top university in the country on a full ride. Who knows where that education could propel him to? Correct. Right? So I don't think that... So I think, where, I think where does the free will get lost in translation there? Well, I think because when you say free will, you're talking about a person who does exactly what they want to do. That boy might take that half a million dollars, and in five years, is that like, not re- is that not free will? Him taking that hundred? I don't think that's. I don't like what I'm. What I'm saying is, you can't. It's it's going to be so fucking hard for that boy to think with a clear mind. Because of everything he's been through, because of everything he's seen. So, so you think he free thinking, will is always having a free mind? And yes, I think free will uh, separated. From I think I think free will is having a free mind to make the decisions. Because if you walk into a, 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 a to a seventeen year old kid who grew up in um, Palos Verdes, he's seventeen years old. Um, you you put him in that same scenario. Like I think that seventeen year old kid is making. The same is, is, is not making that decision because that 17 year old kid. I, I really wouldn't has, call that free will, though. I would just call that education. Something as simple as what it I is. I think it's more than education. I think well, I think people think free will is just being a, a person to be able to make the decision well, they want to make. I think it's being able to make the decisions you want to make with a clear mind. Decision making is you one would thing. Never, I don't think you would never make a decision free with, with a free mind. Why not? You, I don't. I want to be able to. T- I want to be able to take every situation. Take all the possibilities of that situation. And at that point, it's not regardless, regardless, whatever, regardless of what I went through, and be like, you know what, this ha- this ha- this quarter mill looks nice, but in ten years, this college education from USC is going to mean way more money, but way more. To you me. just explained this might be the first time and the last time I touch money like you this. You explained the catch twenty two though. You just What's that? you just explained it. Explain it. You just literally broke down the fact that you want to be able to make the decision without having to use all those avenues, but those avenues are the ones that led you to make the decision. So the catch-22 is, in order for you to make a free will, it has to be free from understanding, free from experience, free from... But that's the catch, though. I guess the the, the Bro, definition of how free will people, is being used... People that come from where we're from... Is a little bit mixed. ...are, are, are shell-shocked. Um, people that come from where we're from... Are uh, traumatized, but that's just life experience, though. No, it's life experience. You're right, but that life experience is not buffered by the other side. So when you go to war, when you go to war, after a while, you get used to seeing people dying. You get used to people killing other people. You get kind of, and then if somebody, you're you're a product of your environment. Wait, if you're in war, and that's exactly what I, that's exactly what I, the phrase I was looking for. Because people are such so tethered to their environment, mm-hmm. I don't think they can. If you're in war, somebody walks up to you after you've seen countless people get shot down, blown up, after you shot and blown up countless other people, somebody walks up to you like this from the other, from the opposition. He's shaking my hand, by the way. Trying to reach trying to reach his hand in front of you and shake your hand. What do you think? Are you thinking with a free mind or are you like, no, I just saw my boy get taken down. I just knocked down this dude over here. What do you what are you thinking? Well, I mean, of course, but I, I guess the part that I just want to make sure that we did. You so know, can you freely shake his hand? 
The only thing, the only part I disagree with is making a decision free of experiences, free of feeling, free of your past. That's no. the only part I disagree with. No, no, no. I believe in free will, believe, but you will never. I believe make in the idea of free will, but when you're talking about a person who has not seen the other side, you got a person that's been through so much hard time, and they've had very little good times to kind of counteract that. They're gonna be thinking what they're thinking with the wrong mind. Look, you, you know what I feel like the, the explanation that you're giving me reminds me of a movie. You, you guys ever seen The Godfather? Mm-hmm. Yeah. A long time ago. Okay. So, so all right. Well, I'm, I'm I'm gonna express a scene to you guys. Just just so you guys can get the idea. So there's a scene where you got Michael Corleone, which is the Don's son, sitting down with his girlfriend. They look across, you know, the little place where they're at. They see a scary looking dude named Luca Brazzi. Right, mm-hmm. the girl says, "Oh my God, he's a scary dude." X Y Z, you know, well, what is this guy? He explains to her that this dude is one of the muscles that belong to the family. You know, he does jobs for the old man. Mm-hmm. So be it. She asks, "What kind of jobs?" So he went on to explain one simple story. There was a guy who came to the Godfather to ask a favor. Somebody was creating a problem about a contract. Didn't want to let him out. You know, it was a big problem. Movie situation stuff, right? right? He was a singer. So the Godfather goes and talks to this guy, the, the producer that held the contract that didn't want to release the singer, and he gave him two options. He says, today, you're going to make an option. You're going to have free will, per se, to make an option. Option A, you sign the contract and you release this person. Or there's option B. Which one do you want to go with? The guy looks over and says, well, you know, what's option B? He said, well, option B is really not an option. It's just a guarantee. And what's that guarantee? That either your signature is going to be on that piece of paper or your brains. So can I tell you something? Do you see the concept? I don't, I don't, I don't see what the free will is at, though. <laughs> well, that's my point. There is no free will. And that's what I'm trying to explain. With your explanation, you're allowing your experiences to take away that free will because you're using valid material that you have in front of you to make that decision. But it's no can, longer free. But you, but, but, but it's the same unfair, concept. I feel like... It, it's an unfair advantage, right? I feel like it would be unfair for us to think that... For us to expect somebody to make a decision without those experiences. The only thing I'm counteracting mm-hmm. is the thought that somebody can make their decision freely. When you dealing with somebody who only experienced bad and you bring a instant solution that can fix it. So you get a person living paycheck to paycheck, mm-hmm. you drop money in front of them and you drop that scholarship in front of them. In their mind, they're like, fuck, I've never seen money like this. This could end my paycheck to paycheck living. I'm going with that. So would it be different if, if I were to place the same scenario? Let's, 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 let's flip it this way. So you got somebody that grew up in our neighborhoods, mm-hmm. right? Let's just say you get a you get one of these guys that happens to be a good, you know, like a smart gangster, let's just say, right? Has a couple bones in his closet, so be it. He enjoyed it. You make him a deal like that. You say, hey, look, I'll give you cash money to continue being a gangster, but don't kill nobody. But I'll give you a home, steady living, paycheck to kill people for me on the side. What is he going to do? I mean... What do you think? Based on his environment, based on his skill set. But you're basically... I'm giving him the same exact options, except one limits his potential, based on what he likes. So we're talking about killing? Yeah. (laughs) 
Hey, some people I like doing that shit. Some people like it. That's what I'm saying. Some people like it. I can't, Based on I can't, environment. I can't really speak to that. I don't know. Well, see, but that, that's my I mean, point. I would, I would assume he would just take his life and the money and be like, I don't have to kill no more. Okay. Because I have a hard time believing that the so would that be that a will? non-sociopath would... I mean, I'm like I'm assuming if you if you're talking about a life like that, you're talking about a a person who's experienced, right? So at that point, based on the circumstances, and I, and, and I made it very I just, I similar in, to not a, make them so different, yeah, like the way I you did. In, so it's just one of those a, things. I believe in the idea of free will. I believe free will should be had by any and every person. It's just so. Let me ask you something. Was it free will your decision to start a podcast, or was uh, it? Decision making that led you to start a podcast. Um, of course it was free will. Why free will? Well, because I. So it exists. But I, I but I've, I've, I've wanted to do this. Does but, that make sense? Uh, yeah, I mean it's, it's, talking, it's a passion. You're talking about yeah, you're talking about things that are like um, just small in the in in the grand scheme. Yeah, I'm I, talking I, about. Things that are like yeah, I think, but that that's where it comes down to like free will saying, would be like, more or less like a decision that you choose to make because it makes you happy or, or a decision mm-hmm. that you. I mean, you know what? Even the fact that me just drinking this little sip right now is free will. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. like you know, yeah. I mean, that 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 sense of it would for me it would be free will. The definition of non-free will or non-existent free will would be like that Corleone concept that I gave you, where right. you have options, but you don't have options. Yeah, it's not really an option. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, but I mean that's a that's an interesting concept in which you brought to the table, though it's very intriguing. Say yeah, I mean that's just that's just kind of how I feel about it. I mean, hmm. y'all seem to agree just to a certain point. Um, yes, I, just, I, I agree in free will. You 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 believe in free will? Period. I agree in free will. Every man, woman, have the right, the responsibility, and the resources to make whatever decision that they want to make. I don't Forget agree it. With that. I don't agree with that. I believe they have the right. I believe they can have the ability, but I don't think everybody has the same resources. Period. That part is I true. I do the, not the, think everybody has the same resources. The resources key is true simply because it depends on the, the, the location in you which you're at. It's just in every aspect of life. Where, how do we have to say? It's a, McDonald's, it's a McDonald's every I, other I, block I, in the I hood. Subtract, right? Subtract but you get resources. to, but you get the, yeah. but you, but in a, in a white neighborhood, you got to like them Whole Foods. You got Tender Greens. I was just trying this. to line up my alliterations. I take back the. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 but no, no, but like, but like, I just, I just want to make it clear that. Um, hey, but is it weird that I mean? Do you really think that we can't have that same type of source? Um. Because it, it almost seems like, you know, like, it, you, I mean, yeah, granted, we know that there's McDonald's in every corner of every hood. You got the liquor stores in every corner, mm-hmm. you know, but you go to a rich little white neighborhood, little Chinese neighborhood. You got soup restaurants, salad restaurants. Whole Foods. You got you Whole got Foods. And I, think, I think the reason we don't have it, the reason our communities are reflective of what we're currently seeing is because we don't think we can. Or, or it's I'm with that. we don't think we can. We think that Whole Foods is just or is just a, a, a store that's supposed to be only in Hollywood or that's only why, in certain areas. That's why, and I don't want to bring. I, I hate to bring this up again, but um, that's why people who. That's why Nipsey Hussle's death like gloomed over the neighborhood. Like you get what I'm saying? Like because, like he was for that. He was for. The inner city communities coming together, buying our shit up, 
putting shit here that's for us, that's by us, that takes care of us. Not letting the white man dictate what goes here. We don't want a fucking um, uh, McDonald's right there. Because you know why? We're going to build our own restaurant there. We're going to put fucking, um, uh, uh, you know, whatever. Whatever we want to go there, that's what we're going to dictate to go yeah, there. It, but I think that's one of the things that, like, you know. And then for Nipsey to die in front of everything he built. You know, and we talked about that. It's, I think it's, that's how it happens. But, you know, it, 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 but that's what it is, though. Everybody becomes too small-minded. That's the problem. My, my biggest problem with the fact that people not successing. Look, man, don't get me wrong. I understand that race is a factor in so many different avenues. I understand that, you know, there's a lot more to certain areas that get more benefits than others. But there is one thing I do understand as well, that there has been successful human beings bias of race that have been successful in whatever they do. Well, did they struggle more? Maybe. Did they have to go over a couple more obstacles? Sure. But was it doable? Yeah. Now consider this. You take out one Nipsey hustle, you stopped two million people making a difference. But if that two million people made the difference and you take out one of them, three million will follow. Do you do you remember um I, do you I, remember I, um real quick I, I don't mean to cut you off do you remember um fuck that movie uh the cartoon movie came out in the nineties Space Jam or nah. the Looney Tunes <laughs> no 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 I was thinking badass kids Baby's kids Baby's kids I said yes. badass kids I'm so trash oh <laughs> shit bad Baby's kids what did um what did what did what did the little boy say. We don't die, we multiply. Yes. That's what was supposed to happen. Or that's what is supposed to happen. Yeah. That Nipsey's gone. Nipsey's gone. Two more, three more, four more, five more niggas supposed to step up and be like, all right, we're taking the torch from here. Okay. Y'all did that to Nip? Okay. He was leading the charge. He was the he was he was the uh the leader of a of a section. Okay, that's fine. I mean, of course, let, let me rephrase that. It's not fine. But okay, y'all did that. Y'all got one. Now we, as a collective, are gonna step up. We're gonna own some shit. We're gonna put some shit there. We're gonna employ some people. We're gonna give single moms jobs so they don't have to, so they don't have to worry so much. So we can make a dent in in in, in, in their path. We're gonna send this kid to school. We're gonna put our money together and pay for a year's tuition for that. It's supposed to happen like that. And and that we're gonna what, buy a couple apartment buildings. And that's what I was trying to say. I think that. We have to learn the art of activation. I think that we need to learn how to activate, how to go from I love that. planning to execution. That I like that shit too. The art of activation. It, it's, Thank it, you. It's 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 an art to everything that you do. It's a way that you comb your hair. It's a way that you drive your car. You have a way. But one thing that we don't have an art in doing, don't have a way of doing, is how to put plans into action. Period. And I think that that's what we have to learn how to do. You will be surprised how many people are screaming, the marathon will continue. The Wait, marathon why do you will think continue, that? And nobody ain't running. So let's go. Let's, 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 in the same conversation, let's just drag one of the previous conversations into this. You don't think people want to do that? See, I think we need to move past what people so. want, what people think, what people. You don't think so? No. Think you should move from once to actually doing. I mean, it, 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 it we got to move. But what I'm saying is, all right, but what I'm saying is, 
You seen what Nipsey was doing. Yes. You seen how he was removed. Yes. By somebody that looks like him, by the way. I I fail to believe that there's people who want to do that. I think people want to do that. But let's talk about free will. I don't think people are... um, I don't call it free will, but I call that courage. It's either you got the courage to make that. See, look, one thing, one thing that I've learned. That's a leap for a lot of people. Look, man. Nipsey built, built up to that point for years. I'm going to tell you something, all right? And, and this is one of the things that we're working and we're striving for. And, I mean, I say because I've been in that route before, got pumped back, and I'm still hunting for it, and I'm still pushing and thriving on it, which is at the end of the day, in order for anybody or anything to ever be successful, you must learn and know how to fail. People are so scared of failure that they choose not to take the courage decisions for the sake of thought or feeling of failure. They don't even know what the fuck it feels like. They have no idea what failure really is. But they will not take that initiative or that. What was that phrase that you use? The art of activation. Art I think of they don't use the you, art of activation. You know, I like that. I do. I think, I think you named the episode. Am I coming back or is that... Oh, I just named the episode. That, mean, that, that means you come back. You named the episode. That means you and can then, you come know. back whenever you're ready. There you go. You know, <laughs> but th- that's the key. They, they didn't... They, they, they don't have that ability to want it bad enough. You see? Because if you consider something as small as... Like what we're doing right now. Just taking time out of our day. Because one of the things I, I need you guys to understand, or just anybody listening in general... There's nothing more valuable. Sell it to me. Do whatever the hell you want. There, I mean, I'm, I will crush whatever the hell argument comes my way about this. There's nothing more valuable in life than time. That's nothing. Your, that's, that's literally your only inventory. Time is the only thing that you have that can manifest anything that you either believe in, that you want to do, that you think you can do. That it, 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 without time, and you have nothing. You cannot get it back. And you can't get it back. This you is they say Super Mario, back. you don't get three lives. That's the end of it. So with that being said, the thing about it is that a lot of people fear that they're going to lose their time. See, nobody admits this. If you ever consider something, think about something you guys ever did. And the reasons why you never did it. You don't think about, oh, shit, man, if I do this, I'm going to lose $10,000. Fuck. How long is it going to take me to get back my 10000 that's the question. That's the first thing people think about. It's not about, all right, how quick can I turn this shit around? It's about how long it's going to take me to get back to this. But then, but then that's a tricky one, too, because you want to talk about, I'll just use that same example. Yeah. Um, and again, like it just, it just it, to me, it just keeps going back to um, the same resources. Some people ain't never had $10,000 at one time. Some people can't get there because they have kids, they have a family, they have rent to pay, they got, you know what I mean? They, they, you know, it's just What's that dude's name? Uh, uh, who did Will Smith play in that movie, The Pursuit of Happiness? Chris oh. Gardner. Oh, yeah, the guy that was selling okay. Little Machines, right? Little Machines. Last I All checked, last I checked, you know, according to the story, and again, I'm, I'm going based on the movies. I don't know this man for real, right? Mm-hmm. He was broke, homeless. Living in what is that? In, in bathrooms with a kid, with a kid, having nothing. But that right there, trying to do something. No, 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 don't give me that. That right there scenario. It's, wait, wait, no. But I, everybody, I, I, think, I think everybody ain't situation. got that. Everybody ain't got that grit. That dude what had grit. That dude had 
a, a drive in him that some people dream to fucking have. But how did he have it though? Do you, are you just are you born with that drive? I, I mean, or do I your think, experiences give you that drive to want to do more based on I your past people, life? I think I think. People, what you think about I that? I think people are born with. It. I think people are bred with that at a very very young age. I don't know. I don't think that. I think that if he would have been born in a rich family, he would have never had the desire to do what he did. I think maybe so. Watch this. You might be right. He got up every day and sold that fucking shit. He would get up, put on his fucking uh, 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 crossbody bag, carry two of them out the door every day. And then a lot of those fucking days, a lot of those days, he walked back in the house with two of those fucking bone density scanners. His wife... Oh my! I trashed her so bad. My girl was like, "I would never watch this movie with you again." Man, watch it because his wife in that movie had no fucking spine. He had no. She he would walk back in with those two things after being had the phone hung up in his face all day. Doors slammed. People saying, "No, get out my face." He would walk back into the house disheartened, and his wife, you you didn't sell nothing. Oh, you sold. I was glad when that bitch left. Hey, what wasn't it? Um, like, Listen, I, I don't I mean think, to laugh I, at this part, but it was funny when his son saw him come back with three. He said, "Wait, weren't you supposed to come back with one less? You came with one extra." <laughs> Listen, I think I think whether if you're not born with that type of drive, determination, I think that your experiences should give you that determination. Should give you what you need. Should it watch it? You should be so tired of of of, of seeing what you see. Or, or your experience. It may be somebody listening that got all the money in the world, but they see something else or their experience. That right there should give you everything you need just just, just to get to where you want to be. Period. Should. But should. The, I, want you to, I want you to hear that. Should. It, it should, but here's the concept. And this is where Bro, the art... finance. You see people come in every Brody. day so fucking content. But it is called the art of activate. That's the episode, by the way. We're going to keep that for sure. The art of activation. I'm telling you, that part right there has so much merits to this conversation. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you bring up a good point. It should do X, Y, Z. But think about it. How many people, everybody see, look, I, 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 and, and this, I blame media for this. I blame the marketing. I blame the people that do the subliminal messaging in our in our, in our commercials, mm-hmm. in the kids shows, in that whatever the hell they 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 brainwash you to believe and think this way so permanently that you think that this is way of life, and then when someone tells you that it's possible, we look at them like the crazy man. Oh, you can make a million dollars overnight, bitch! You crazy? What I'm like, thinking, but, bro. But they did it. But consider this though. Hop on this for a minute. You consider the fact that every morning you wake up, right? Mm-hmm. There is a lot of people out there that have nothing, right? They strive for nothing because they feel like they can't have nothing. They feel they have no guarantees, right? Can I, let me just interject there. The yeah. reason why I think that is is because those are people who don't know what they want to do. They don't know how to do what they want to do. So now, now let they me stop you. They envision themselves or they, they want money. But they won't work for it. But they don't know what... Some people don't even know what to do to start getting to that money. All right. So let, let's figure this. I, I just want to be rich, man. I just need a meal. So... You're going to be needing a meal for a long time if you don't activate some shit. So figure this one, <laughs> right? So go into that same concept. Yeah, right? You know? Mm-hmm. So let's put it into a more broad perspective. 
So you have somebody that wants to do it, right? Mm-hmm. They, 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 they say, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. Like I was just telling you, most people, they get up in the morning and they feel, they tell themselves, I have no guarantee of nothing. But yet they seem to have the guarantee that they're going to keep waking up every morning. It's funny. Most people truly believe there's nobody that I know of that considers 100%. You know what? Good night, guys. I love you guys. You know what? This may be my last night. You know what? I want to tell you how I feel about you today. I want to I want to do the most I can for you guys. I want to start doing X, Y, Z. And then they start taking it to the next level every fucking day because they know that's going to be the last night. People don't do that shit in general. Why? Because they have they feel the sense of guarantee that tomorrow is going to be another day. Guess what? If I tell you the same person, you got five days to live. And you got five days to make an impact. Or you just fucking sit around and mope and die. One of two things will happen. You will create an embodiment of someone great. Or will you, you'll embody someone worse than what you were even before. Goes back to the factor of experience. That subliminal bullshit I was telling you about. All that kind of shit that comes into our fucking TVs and shit like that. The thing about it is that you have to basically use your own experiences to make the decisions. Because you can't just be born with it. Because if that were the case, man, nobody would ever have the ability to succeed. Because no, they'll be like, no, 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 I was born with it. I came out of poverty, but you know, you guys can't come out of poverty. Because I was born with that shit. You weren't. That's right there is bullshit. I think, I think, I think... We have to learn how to live with the end in mind then. With the what? Living with the end in mind. End game. End game. Oh, fuck, man. That could be a right. goddamn episode. We, Motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. Living have, with I agree the with end in mind. It's not... Because it, 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 when you live with the end in mind, what you're saying... Essentially, what you're saying is this. It don't matter how I was born because I'm not going to die in The this. same person. I'm not going to die like this. I'm not going to die in the middle of the hood next to a crack house. I'm not going to die strung out. I'm not going to die on this. I'm not going to die. With, I'm not dying like this. So when you live with the end in mind, then, then, then you push it. You, you, you always push it. You're always finding motivation. You're always finding something to keep you going. If it ain't your goals, it's your family. If it ain't your family, it's, it's your dream. If it ain't your, it's always something that keeps you moving forward. So you can find a purpose. Forward always, period. Well, uh, what did Martin Luther King say? If you can't run, walk. If you can't walk, crawl. Crawl. As long as you move forward. But, um, let's segue. Okay. Let's segue. Hey, um, that was some real shit, by the way. Let me just... It was. Let, let me elaborate. That I was some real shit. I actually enjoyed that. I actually enjoyed that. But it's another thing. I saw a video today. Of course, it was on Instagram. Where else would it be on? Um, <laughs> um and then I just wanted to know if we can... It's, it, it, it's a little bit personal to my bro. Um, so it, it does hit kind of it does hit kind of close to home. You say yes or no. Can we talk about um, your relationship with police officers? Something like that? Yeah, let's go. Let's dive in. Okay. 
All right, so first of all, I think it needs to be known that um, he was en route to become police officer, police academy and all. Um, unfortunate events happened during the course of his time in the police academy. Um, that kind of derailed things a little bit. So before I get into what I actually saw, a little bit, I want to I, I want to let you talk about it. That's this is yours. This is I want you to to elaborate, if you will, as deeply as you want, as surface level as you like. You don't mind? You mind? Sure. Um, Peep this, bro. Law enforcement is needed. I am pro law enforcement. I believe in law enforcement. I support law enforcement all the way, a hundred percent. All levels, right? All, 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 all levels. What I think about law enforcement, like everything else, it definitely needs some changing. It definitely needs some modifications. It definitely needs some tweaks. But I'm a man that believes in law enforcement. I'm pro, I'm pro it. Period. Mm-hmm. What we are seeing in our country and our communities across the landscape of America when it relates to police brutality, when it relates to the mistreating of black and brown people in particular, when it relates to how many uh, young teenagers are, are, are being murdered, are being slain. When I when I when when you when you consider how much blood is in the streets at the hand and at the expense of law enforcement, when you look at the amount of unjust treatment, unfair arrest, and etc., that's where I draw the line. I am not for. But other than that, I'm 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 with and I'm for law enforcement. It's a, it's a difficult job. It's 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 a hard job. I, I, let, let me ask something. Yes. Real quick, while well, you were going in this academy scenario, I'll right? show you in a minute. After this, the lady, you seen it? Yeah, you seen it? No, I haven't. Let's uh, yeah, no, no, no. Please, yeah. real yeah. quick, real quick. Pregnant. Well, I mean, according to the, you know the the screaming, you know, she, yeah, no, she was saying she was pregnant. That's why she wouldn't. She refused to lay on her stomach. Well, let me say this: whether the woman is pregnant or not, that that that's out of line. But she you saw, sat in her. She was in her car. Yes. and he just grabbed. He she snatched her by the hair and dr- while her kids are in the car, just in terror, just terrified. Like yes, now, I think now, now is this the same one? She got pop- it, 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 it was it was a five shot scenario. The end result. Oh, you didn't hear about that one. No, was this another case? Oh, no, case? Oh, then that's a different one then. So there was just a, there, there was a case just a couple days what back. What I want to know. Similar to that. But it was, okay. it, was a, it was a pregnant woman, though. What I want to know, bro, is because of the relationship that you have with law enforcement, I know you have some really good ties or I don't want to say ties. My connections go deep. <laughs> he said it. But because you know people that are 
in law enforcement. Yes. How do they think? How do they feel? Like, you know what I'm saying? How do they react? Well, to don't, don't, don't make like it. I, I want to say don't make it too broad because, of course, everybody has a different concept of it. But based on your experience there, I guess, I guess an, an elaborated question: What would you say would be the environment? Of the thought like process what's being taught. The next morning in different law enforcement like precincts, like what's happening? Like, what? is it like a blast email? Like, oh shit, it was a cop wilding in Philadelphia. Don't trip out, y'all. Or is it like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do people like? Can you can you shed light on that, or do you know? Can you? I would I I would say this. I I would give my personal. Um, uh, Opinion on it, man. I mean, you were close. You yeah. you were there, so, I, I'll, so I'll take that. I'll take that. So so different. See, each cop is different. Each each person is different. So you 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 have those cops out there that 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 that's looking to hook and book. Hook and book means. Yeah. Just, just, or just get as many body counts as you can. Just catch as many felony counts. Is there as a you quota? Can. Negative. No. There's no quotas. No quotas for tickets for arrests. No, 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 no quotas. Okay. It's a personal, right? Personal goal. You know, I, oh man, did you, did you, did you book a felony today? Okay. Is that a? Is it, be honest. Is that a bragging point? To get criminals off the street. Of course it is. To, to well, make no, 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 wait, wait. What police officer? When you put it like that, when you put it like that, I would, I, like, I understand, I get it, I, I, I fucks with it. But is it a point where they get back to the, to, to the, to the um, station, they're taking off their gear? Yeah, I, I, I just snatched up. I just, uh, I arrested ten niggas today, or not niggas, but I arrested ten people today. What you get today? Oh, I got four. <laughs> Blue you out the water. Make it no, sound no, like a sales. No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, I want to know. No, I want to know because no. I have no idea. No, I, I, oh, no. shit. No, that's is none of that. No, but okay. but but uh, the like job the analogy, of the though. police officer, like the, the job of the police officer is to go to work and keep community safe. Mm-hmm. A way to keep community safe serve is and protect. by ser- protect and serve, serve and protect. It's by you know, making arrests, taking criminals off the street. That's the that's the plain answer. Police officers serve people. Police officers protect people. Period. Make arrests, take bad guys off the street. Because I now, cannot, I cannot, like, I can't stress to you enough that um, when I get pulled over, um, or it, it's not like it happens often, but when I get pulled over. The first thing, I mean, I'm, I'm not, my mind doesn't go to, oh, yeah, they're just keeping me safe. Oh, yeah, man, maybe I must have did something wrong. They're going to come and let me know what I did so I can make sure I'm safe along with the others. I think, see, watch this. I think that we have a two-sided issue in our communities and in our cultures. One, we have an issue with community policing, the police officers that are assigned to our neighborhoods, right? Number one. Number two, from the community side, we have an issue. How do we respond? I think we have we have a communication issue. Police have an issue with communication, how they're communicating with us. And our communities is having an issue with communication, how to respond to the police. It's kind of tough, and you can kind of understand why that communication break happens when you see a mother 
being grabbed out of her head by her hair, snatched out of her car, pinned to the ground with knee in her back while her kids are terrified in the car. What's that term? Probable cause? You need probable cause. I think I, probable cause is bullshit. Listen, I think that that speaks Agreed. to I think that that speaks to the culture. I think I think I think we're looking at a culture issue. We, we're we're looking at organizations that that LAPD just celebrated 150 years, right? Mm-hmm. We're looking at a culture that has been that has been being built for 150 years, right? So when you look at police departments, you have some bad, but you also have some good cops, right? Absolutely. Serpico. So, so, so I have not. I'm sorry. Okay, Serpico. So, so when you when you when you look at organizations that are have years of experience, have years in front of them, what is a rookie cop go a good rookie cop gonna do with 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 a veteran officer, no matter where he is, right? So, so that's what you have. You just have bad culture. You have something. You you have a problem that that goes deeper than the roots. Can I elaborate on something? Please. So, I got a friend of mine. He started with the LAPD. Hurrah. Yeah. And uh, his division was gang unit. Okay. GED. Yeah. Gang enforcement detail. So, the thing about it is that I think, and because and, and I, I believe that there are two sides to a story, no matter how definitive the story. Yes, there's three sides. Your side, my side, and the truth. Okay. I okay. Want, I because like you're both the, lying. I like that. Let's like cut that. the cop. Okay. So, so getting straight to the nitty gritty. The thing about it is that what he was letting me know was that in, there, was, there was lots of times that he would go out there thinking that he was just protecting the servant, but then not realizing how crazy the scenario really was. There's a, and, and this is where th- there's, a, there's like a fine line, you know, because there's people that, like in her case, right, that woman that we just saw, mm-hmm. she's sitting in the car just trying to observe her rights as a human, say, you know what, I don't want to get out the car. I don't know what happened before that story, so I can't elaborate on it, but it's just a factor of she got pulled out the car, aggression was used, but aggression wasn't used towards the police officer. Now, in some areas, based on the hoods of where we lived at, or where we grew up at, there was a, there was a, a culture for, for many, many years where fools, youngins saw it as a, as, a, as a badge of honor. You know, you guys remember, what was that, 187? Yeah, there's one day seven on the motherfucking. And it's still a culture. It's still a culture. So consider this now. This is now seven on the motherfucking. You see that? <laughs> but 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 let's put that picture into the real scope of life. If you truly consider, if you're yes. a police officer Ooh. and you consider that there's people like this that do exist that don't give a fuck about you, your life, your family, and because you're a cop, they will their their intentions are. It will. Yeah, they like, put dubs on Tim because you are a cop. Right. Now, I don't know if you guys remember. Are you guys familiar with Pablo Escobar? Yes. yes. So Escobar was very well known for putting a bribe out there to every person on the street. He said 10 racks for everybody in blue. Can you imagine? In Colombia, 10 racks in cash U.S. money. 10 racks. Per body. Cash. 
for everybody. And I think I think I think that that's where, see, in some air in, in some instances, when, when it relates to police officers, that's it's where, a scary job. That's right? yeah, it's that's where we need to give them a little more room. Yeah, right. But watch this. On the other hand, they need to give our community a little more room. I think I think everything that we apply to police departments, police agencies, law enforcement agencies, not only in the city of Los Angeles, but across the country, we need to do it on both ends. Police officers need to talk to us better. Great. Communities need to talk to police officers better. Uh, uh, we, we need we need police officers that's going to do this. Great. Police officers need communities is going to do the same thing. I think it's a two-way street. And I think for so long, we, we, we put so many things on our leaders and, and, and people that are our protectors when it's our responsibility as well. Kennedy said it best. It's not what you, the country could do for you, it's what but what you, you can do for your country. Exactly. And I think, I think, I think that that's where we are going. Um, um, I, I believe in God. I read the scriptures. There's that in, in, in the New Testament. I'm trust me, we're not going to church right now. But um, for the lack of better words, let me brown now. Is it New Testament, Second Corinthians? Uh, basically, the Apostle Paul is talking to a church and he's telling the church, Listen, it's just not up to us rabbis, us leaders, us apostles, us leaders of the church to keep this law, God's law. It's not, it's not above you to keep it as well. It's it's we all have to do something. Don't just say, hey, it's for the apostles to keep the law. It's for the apostles to keep the, keep, keep everything in order, to follow God's commandments, follow all those things. But he says it's everybody's responsibility. It's not just the police officer's job to communicate policing and, and help people and each other safe. It's everybody's job to keep the community safe. To That's keep real the shit right there. Up. When are we going to stop shifting blame? The problem is we look at the shortages in our communities, in our lives, with our dreams or whatevers, and we pass it on to somebody else. The art of what? Activation. Activation comes when you take into account what you need to do. I agree with that. Take ownership. I agree with that. See, that's why, like, like uh, you know, we've had this conversation before in the past. Whereas every time I hear, you know, somebody tell me, oh, well, because I came from this type of environment or because I was here, because I was there, I can't do X, Y, Z. I'm a big believer and that's just a bunch of horseshit. Simply because of the fact that in the end, if you really strive hard enough, and you really work hard enough, one of two things will happen. Either A, you know, one of the best albums ever out there, by the way, by this guy. He was his, his very first album. You, you, probably, you, know, you know what I'm trying to get to. At the end of the day, you know, somebody said, you either get rich or you die trying. Right? Mm-hmm. We can use that same concept. In this case, would be either you can achieve your goals or die trying. In the end, I prefer to die trying to achieve something that makes me happy than to die knowing that I missed every opportunity to use and execute my time efficiently. But that gets back to my free will conversation. We're not going to go there, but I just think... But it ain't free will, player. See, I just think it is. I think it is. That can't be. Because, like, it's dudes in the hood. Let me... I hate to use names. I hate to to, to compare to people just because I I wouldn't want it other way around. Those are decision makers. It's dudes in the hood that want to start an Amazon, quote-unquote. But, but why, they ain't got, why don't they do it? 
because they don't have three hundred thousand dollars seed money. Listen, Bro. Amazon. Let, let me let me correct you there. Jeff Bezos Amazon is the biggest shit in the world. Let me Amazon, let me tell you. Jeff, Jeff Bezos, Bezos started in his garage. In his garage, his, his father gave him a three hundred thousand dollars seed. That's when the thing started shifting. No, no, it was Listen, it was. In regardless, I niggas think, like me that come from where we're from ain't getting a three hundred dollars seed at all. I think you would either experience the pain of regret or the pain of discipline. You choose. You gonna die in regret. You gonna you you gonna die in sadness, or are you gonna die working up to something? You gonna feel the disciplines of of of, of being consistent and working towards your goals. Pain of discipline, pain of regret. Either way, you gonna experience pain. Which one you choose? From the front or the give back. The, either give, way, you gonna take. Give me it. the discipline. <laughs> Wait a minute. Hey, that might be an episode right there. <laughs> Either way, you take it from the front or the back, you're going to get it. I don't know if I like that analogy. <laughs> so I'm about to segue into another topic. Oh, <laughs> uh, shit. Nah, man. Um, hey, bro, talk, though. It's been kind of heavy today. Um, let, me, let, me, let me say this. What you got? Did y'all hear about the story of, this, uh, of the Lyft driver? We ain't got to get into it. It's just a little surface level topic I'm going to talk about. But there was a girl from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. She put her five-year-old daughter, or uh, was it daughter? I don't know if it was boy or girl, but she put her five-year-old child into a lift to go to school. You know what the lift driver did? He drove the child straight to the police station and told the police what happened and gave the child to the officers at the police station, and the police officers went to the house where the lift driver picked her up and arrested the, the mom. I agree. She put her five-year-old child in a lift. Wait, I'm going to stop you real quick. Let me be a devil's advocate just for the sake of the fucking conversation. Is it wrong? Absolutely. Is it a crime? Um, first of all, I don't know. I don't know if it's a crime was there enough merits to go to a person's house and arrest a person? Remember, you have to have probable cause for a crime. Well, I mean, was that a crime? Well, well I, don't, I, don't, I don't know the state laws in Louisiana. Well, but. well, well, understand this: police don't don't determine that they just make the arrest. It moves from going to the arrest; it goes to the prosecutor's office. The prosecutor will look at the details. Lawyers will look at the details. And they will decide whether or not they will pursue a crime. You know, it was funny. I wasn't a segue into that specific, but he brought the fact up. Police officers, all they do is enforce is enforce the law. All all they do is 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 follow orders. So can't peep this for a second, right? That, How that far concept. it goes, lawyers, judges, that's the correction system. So let's let's peep that for a minute. A minute. Right? So consider this. They were advised to go to a home to make an arrest, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they were advised to do. They went, they did their job. Was it a crime? That's up to some other people that are not in the physical place that they will be seen to later on down the road. So here's where I come to but this conclusion. That, but let me ask you this. I see where you're going with it. I want to ask you a question and see if it changes your mind. Or Hit you're me. Hello. Fill me up, too. I got you. Hit me. A woman puts her five-year-old child in a lift. Uh-huh. 
Does that sound at all to you? I mean, I, I, I would have to look up the state law in, in, in Louisiana. Uh-huh. But does that sound unethical? Yes. Okay. Would would you put your five-year-old daughter in the lift? No, I wouldn't. Alex, two years from now, are you sticking him in a lift to go to school? No. Okay. I mean, I mean, I'm, I'm so the, it, it, let me tell you. The flag that I said his name. Was, it, 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 it didn't. No, that's fine. That's fine. It, it, it doesn't change where I was going because I believe that this is why. We have a bigger issue, and this is the low-key, under-the-skin under part. This is why we have a problem with policing. This is why most communities like ours have problems with policing. Because in the end, these people know, as police officers, they're going to go and execute their job. They have to make an arrest, and they have to allow someone else to do the decision-making. As a community member, we don't, A, agree with being arrested because what the fuck was the cause for being arrested? Why are you making me look like a criminal? And I will protect my rights as a person because you're at my house. And I will act with force if need be. So the community doesn't understand that the police officer is going out there to just say, hey, follow orders. orders. But here's the flip side. Let's, let's consider this for a second. Let's just say the police officer gave the opportunity or the idea. Say, hey. I'm sent here today because I have to arrest you. I don't want to have to do it this way. I, don't, I see it pointless. Why don't we just go, hop in my car. No, no cuffs. Just hop in my car. We'll go to the courthouse. We'll take care of the you bullshit. You can't do anything with no cuffs, but go ahead. Yeah, no, that, that's, my, that, that's what I'm trying to get to. You see, in the end, you tell them, hey, you know what? Come, come to the police car. We'll go. Well, you know, we'll, 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 we'll go dude, to the courthouse. We'll see what happened. He came to the he came to my job, and he and he actually said that he actually said that he was getting arrested. He's like, "Yeah, a fucking cop tried to be all nice. He tried to come up to me and tell me I'm just this is what I'm here for. This is what I'm told you done. So I have to arrest you." He was all nice to me and shit. Pizza. I didn't like that shit, and I was like, "Well, I mean, it sounds so what like did you prefer?" Was, it sounds like he came to you, told you. I'm just here to do a job. Let me do my job. That sounds like you can't win for losing again. Right, right. right. Exactly. True, true. So, like, like I thought about it. I was like, well, it sounds like he said, it sounds like the cop told you exactly what was about to happen and gave you the choice on how you wanted it to go. Now, flip this down. <laughs> let's just say. How, how do you, you want, you should want to put the cuffs on and get in my car and let's go? Or you want me to put you in my cuffs Put you so, in my car. Here's so where the go. true problem with the community comes in. The true root problem. Because, see, now we, we, we've, we've analyzed one thing. Mm-hmm. Cops have a job. We, we, we can agree with that, right? Correct. Okay. We can agree that they're, they're pawns in the situation, right? They're Correct. being told to do something that even if they don't want to do it, but that's their job. Okay? Whether it seems as if they're not protecting and serving as their job type would entail at the moment. But that's their job. They're being told to do something. They got to do it. Now, here's the here's the, the thing that I see the disconnect with the community now. If you give someone the opportunity to come, hey man, hop in the car. We'll go to the police station. We'll do this and that. Like he said, right? He he gave the example. He didn't like it either. He said, "Fuck that. I know my rights. I'm not going." And then he gets beat down. He gets shot eventually, and then that's it. Not shot eventually. You know what I mean? I'm I'm, I'm going an extreme here on purpose. Right. So now let's consider the following details. 
The real reason why we have a problem with this is because no one truly understands the laws and the merits behind the laws themselves, and work-related scenarios don't respect those laws either. Prime example. There was once upon a time I was driving on my way to work. I get pulled over, right? Supposedly I was being pulled over because I didn't put my, you know, my my uh, my right turn signals to oh, turn you didn't signal to turn right. Yeah, they should have took you to jail and gave right. you life. But here's the funny part. So it turns out, you know, they pulls me over. I said, fine, so be it. You know, I'm chilling. I'm like, I'm on my way to work. I got, I still got a good twenty minutes. I'm solid. Comes to my window. Says, hey, I need you to step out of the car. So now I'm just like, wait a minute. First of all, let's 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 remember how this role is supposed to go. You're supposed to tell me why you pulled me over. Explain to me what I did wrong. And if I disagree, I'll disagree in court. Give me the ticket, I'll sign it, and I'll show up. But that didn't happen. Step out of the car. Never told me once why he was making me get out of the car. So here I am trying to comply. I'm in my suit. I'm like, you know what, man? I ain't got time for this shit. Let me just try to, let me get through with it. He goes, at the time, I'm wearing a nice little Armani suit. Makes me sit on the curb with handcuffs behind my back with my fucking legs curled on the fucking street. Can you imagine you see a motherfucker, nice suited motherfucker on top of that? Just pulled up on the side. You just drive by. What the fuck? Why is he just sitting on the curb? On the, you know, on a regular curve, legs crossed. Everybody's like, damn, they got a criminal. About 15, 20 minutes go by. I'm still there trying to figure out what the fuck I'm doing there. I'm just trying to be as calm, as collective as possible because I know how I know how I get when I'm pissed off. And I'm like, you know what? It ain't worth it. Let me just figure it out. In the end, it turns out, hey, we got a tip. That, you know, somebody said that, you know, that, that this vehicle was, was you know, probably carrying some stuff. You know, we got we to gotta search the vehicle. We got a fucking tip. So, so check this out, don't though. Tell me about, don't say tip to me, my nigga. Don't do that. Check this one out, though. Here's where it gets, here's where it gets intriguing. fucking tip. The part that it gets intriguing the tip. is that he goes and he says, he asked me if they can search the vehicle. So I'm thinking like, okay, wait a minute. If you have a if you have a reliable source and there's a probable cause, then technically you shouldn't even have to ask me, right? If there's a true probable cause, there's no reason why to ask. Right? Okay. I mean, is is that agreeable? I, I would agree with that yeah. personally. Okay, agreeable. So now I'm being asked if they can go through my car. At this point, I'm saying, okay, I'm here. You guys don't tell me what's going on. No, you can't go through my car. Give me a warrant and then go through the car. But as of, as of now, you can't go through the car. So in that particular moment, all this little scenario that was going down, I just I just stayed on my rights, said, hey, look, if you guys go through my shit, just know I'm going to talk to my lawyer about it. And then we'll go through that whole process. I really don't give a shit. But I'm not going to let you guys go through my car because you guys haven't even told me why you guys got me here to begin with. Right? I mean, you had me here for 20 minutes at that point. And at that point, he had told me. So then whatever. So be it. That time ends. So now, here, here it all happens, right? The, the guy, the cop's just like, you know what? He gets me up, takes off the handcuffs. You're free to go. I was like, okay, so you didn't go through my shit. You had me here for like almost 30 minutes. I'm late for work. And I'm, I'm free to go? That nigga's going to tell me son. He's like, yeah, you're free to go. So now I drive. I get my happy ass to work. 
it turns out that I had a fucking, you know, one of my one of my big clients at the time wait for me. Had a big deal going on and shit. I lose the client. I lose the deal because I was there 30 minutes late. Because he was on a time clock. I'm getting all this shit and ruckus for it. I tell him exactly what the fuck happened. Nobody gives a fuck. So in my scenario at that moment, I'm just like, dude, these motherfuckers really did me wrong. So to the point that I'm making so many efforts and times, a lot of people in the community, this was, a, this was actually a good event, by the way. This is a, this is a good outcome. But so many people don't understand that concept that, I mean, I wasn't going to give them any shit because at the end of the day, I knew they were doing their job. I said, fuck it, do whatever you got to do, but I'm going to disagree when I, when I can. But once again, people don't realize this. So if you are on your way to work or you have to go pick up your child, so consider your mindset of what the scenario is like at that particular moment. And you're being stopped by a police officer. They're not giving you a reason. And if they do give you a reason, they're arresting you because they have to arrest you. They can't give you a merit or reason. They don't give a fuck what's going on. Oh, you're catching a flight? You're arrested. Oh, you have to go pick up your sick mother who's dying right now? You're arrested. You follow what I'm saying? So the community uses those emotional events to remind themselves that these motherfuckers are doing them wrong instead of understanding the job of which they have to do. Now, considering that, and going based on what you know, you think that's a fair analysis? In, in a per se basis as to where that disconnect comes from? Yeah, I, I think I think I think I think I think that that plays a role. I think I think all, all, all of what we have seen, all of what we constantly see from social media, even before social media even came to be, what 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 what, what was passed down from Tia, what was passed down from Grandpa, what was passed down from all of those people play a role in what exactly how how we communicate with with police officers and how we interact with police officers and what the end result is going to be so i think that it is important that we understand that yes police officers and police uh community policing needs to get better however our community still needs to get better as well you know what i mean like yeah. th- there's just some, there's just some things that you should, that. should not do when you get pulled over by a police officer Period. And there are some things that should be absolutely obvious that is not, right? Yeah. Police officer pull you over, soon as he get behind you, what this is what I do even to this day. I got limo tents. Soon as the police officer get behind me, I roll down both of my windows. I automatically turn off my car, put the key, I, I, and I throw the keys on the dash. So when he walks up, he can see the keys and all my windows are down. I don't care how cold it is outside. Soon as he comes up, good, good evening, sir. You're making him feel protected. Period. From the get-go. Right? And and our community needs to know what to do, what protocols they need to follow when, when you get pulled over by a police officer. Even till today, that that's protocol? what I do. That's what I do. Because if you okay. have tenant windows, you get pulled over by a car, top car, and they can't see in your back windows or they're walking up, they're going to ask you to roll down your window. Period. Have you ever noticed when you get pulled over by a cop, he knock, they knock on the passenger side, you looking over, and by the time you look back, you got a bat. Like, oh, okay, hey, how you doing? You know what I'm saying? It, it's a tactic. It, 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 it's 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 a protocol. It's security. That's a fucking tactic. I didn't even realize that. You look over. When I got pulled over for a speeding ticket, sitting in my car, just chilling, waiting for the cop to walk up. I rolled down this window only, and this window was already cracked. Back windows were up. 
All I hear is on this window. Oh, I should have knocked on this thing and shit. But all I hear is all, all I hear is a knock on this window. I look back. I let the window down, and I see the dude just kind of lingering in the back. He's he's watch out. I look over, a nigga already in my shit, like head basically in the window, like like I'm like, all right, my nigga, like you. I, I looked at him. I was like, bro. I, I I I promise I even said that. I was like, bro. Right. We gotta be that close. But yeah. Back up. Right. <laughs> First of all, let's let's start off with how you're doing uh, before you jump in my shit. But watch this. Say no nightcap, nigga. For for a police officer, every second matters. Seconds matter. Seconds matter. So that whole bam, he's there. It, it, it it's it's for that purpose. Right. Close the gap. Yeah. P- p- police officer, pull you over, roll your windows down. To be tapping on your back light. You notice that shit. Listen, don't 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 move. Usually I'm like this. Tap. How you doing, my nigga? I'm, I'm ready to meet you. How you feeling? My name is Ivory. How talk, you? How, talk, how, talk, talk, talk to him with respect. How can I help you out today, my nigga? Talk, talk to him with respect. <laughs> good, good afternoon. Good evening. Hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, officer. Hey, sir. Whatever. I'm Ivory. You know what I'm saying? Just, just go into it. Let me ask him. How would you handle? A, pol- a a police officer who has a mindset of a police state. I think, regardless of the police minds mind mindset, regardless of how the police officer police, you do your part. Now, do you find it agreeable? Like, I'm sure you've seen checkpoints, right? Yes. Now, checkpoints in themselves. I've done a lot of research on checkpoints in general. And there's been a lot of lawsuits based on checkpoints. But most people don't know or or, are too familiar with checkpoints and how they work. So my concept would be, if you pull to a checkpoint, right? General checkpoint, they just pulled one up out of nowhere because they want to make sure nobody's driving drunk, for example, right? Okay. Understandable, 100%. Cool. Legal? Mm, That's a different discussion. But... The liability of checking, it's a safety issue. So you, you, you can you can paint it with the brush, but then you can, you can cross it out with the law. Checkpoints be trash. I went through a couple, and all they do is shine a light in your face and be like, everybody knows what? Well, no, but no, but most of the time they'll ask you for a license. So really what they're looking for, I mean, on average, whenever they pull people, I mean, whenever they stop people, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people out there driving with suspended licenses. They don't have licenses. No registration. No registrations. So there's a lot of opportunity to be able to do to, to apply That's the law. Make me think they got a fucking quota. So you know it, it, it makes you feel that way. That's but see, make me think, bro, if you checking for drunk drivers, okay, my nigga, do I look drunk? Am I drunk? No, let me go home. You see, but but that, that, that those will be the concepts. Don't look for everything. So that that's where I find it to be like, okay, you know what? It's a little bit unfair in that sense. So going to that extent, I will tell you this much. Let's talk about. The checkpoints from state to state. Because here's the one that I currently have. I, I personally have a little issue with that. I'm not sure how you would approach that in general, but I just I, I have a little bit of issue. Because if I'm driving from one location to another, and I just happen to be crossing a state border, is there any true meritable reason why I should be having to be stopped for identification? while being in the country in which I have a passport for, unless you're looking for something other than the fact of identifying that I'm a U.S. citizen. 
All right, my nigga, answer this question. We're not about to have a podcast about what's legal and what's not legal. Didn't he say? <laughs> no, I'm curious about that. No, because yeah. I mean, because he explained the whole protocol, which yeah. is I, I'm respecting on that. Money, one. Gonna, I'm going I'm I'm to ask something else. So, how would you feel about it? So, you're coming from one state to the other, like California to Nevada. Yeah. And how do you, and do I think that it's legal to pull people over as you're crossing a state border, state line? Mm-hmm. Is that legal? I think without yeah, just just for just just because you, hey, you're crossing the line. Wait, stop. Well, well, I feel like this. I'll there, tell you what I think, and let's see if you confirm it. Okay, I think if you're crossing any state lines coming from anywhere that's technically international, I would agree. But if you're yeah. crossing any domestic state lines, I think you shouldn't have to. You know what I mean? Go. Well, I think I think. Um, I, I agree if you're coming from somewhere international coming over, of course. Like if you're coming from Cali or from Canada, going from Mexico, Mexico to Cali or Cali right? to Mexico Boom, or whatever. Right? I agree. Mm-hmm. Right? I also think that when you're crossing domestic state lines, I think that there are some things that Nevada will allow that California won't. Right? Mm. So, so, so. Remember how I told you you can fly out of LAX with weed? But you can't come. You back can't. In. You can't land anywhere else. You, you going from Cali to uh, Georgia? Georgia probably like lock his ass up. Look, it's like it's like open containers. Well, open containers is pretty much illegal everywhere you go, right? But let's say the state of Nevada has open community, open open containers. You can have open drink, drink in your car and, and not trip. I think you can. But California say no, man. I, you can't have you can't have cups. You can't have Etc. 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 Of course, we know you can't because you're under the influence by then. DUI. Mm-hmm. But let's say one of those scenarios, something like that. Mm-hmm. So let's say you cross and say lines. You want to make sure that you are now uh, uh, compliant. Say, compliant. Watch this. What about CCWs? CCWs is allowed in, in the. Uh, uh, you can carry. You can carry a burner, a gun, a gat, a handgun. You can carry a handgun in Nevada. You can carry a handgun in, at Arizona, yes, in Arizona. I got a sidebar question. With you me. can't do that in California without proper permit and authorization. If somebody break into your house in California or you see them breaking into your car and you shoot them, are you good? Breaking your car? Like car, break no. into your house. Inside your house. Once they put a step in your home, yes. Not even your lawn. It has to be your front door. And you can't and you can't do it in the pursuit of protecting property. So they can't be running. They have to be facing you when you shoot them. So if yeah. you shoot them in the back, you go to jail. Yeah, you can't you can't shoot them because they they picking up your property. So if a nigga breaking my shit and he's trying to run when he see me, and I, you that's can't. a problem. And you you go to jail. Out. I'm going to jail because I bust on a nigga that shoot broken yes. my shit. Yes. Ask your next question. Let's move on. So, I I, I guess. Uh, that's how you gonna do me? I just want to know. Like, <laughs> Shit. So what? What has to happen in that scenario for me? To well, no, so, to so I guess, I guess to, to to finalize it off. So w- w- would it be agreeable, or I guess would it make sense that if that because what the merits you brought up are hundred percent accurate, I agree with them hundred percent. But should that mean just like at the airport, everyone is being checked? See, that's the big difference in an airport. Everybody walking in and out is being identified and checked. At these particular state lines, not everybody's being checked. It's just what they feel. If it's whatever they see, is you leave it at the discretion to a human to say, 
Stop this one. Let me stop this one. Watch this. You can't win for losing. Imagine if every border in the United States is like the airport. You have a problem when you go to the airport. You go to LAX, you may you got a problem with it. You may cuss a few times. You're like, man, I gotta deal with LAX. I gotta deal with this airport. We have a problem setting those lines. So imagine it's like that at every airport, at every train station, at every border that you're driving in. Every every time you walk past state lines, you about to get searched. Now that that's a constitutional problem. That's a that's something else. Now so, you gotta now you gotta have you see, a whole now you gotta pay a lot more people to perform these duties. I like that. See now I, I shit you not, man. After this little simple simple analysis, I'm actually gonna feel a bit more comfortable when these motherfuckers actually tell me, hey, let me just see your driver's license real quick. Although you let a hundred cars pass before you and you stop me because of whatever reason, I won't give a fuck. Because that makes a lot of sense. Me, I don't care. Hey, you want my license? Look, I, I, I got a pretty license, too. My license is flawed. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm in a suit and tie. I, I, Ooh, I got dressed for the DMV. Shit. You and got dressed purposely or you just happened to be in that? I, I got dressed for the DMV. Yeah, bro, you look you look kind of spiffy. Soon as I pass, I hand you and I smile. I don't care if I'm in T-shirt. I don't care if I'm in. I don't care what I'm in. Hey. Ain't got no shirt on. Like. Hey, you know, hey, that's some real shit, man. My old, my, my old lady, man. I, I swear to God, she tells me this all the time. Mama says, "Look, she's like, you always want to be presentable, no matter what. You always like, no matter what you do, like, like for even for something as simple as that, you don't understand the value that carries because when when you're being told about this shit, you don't listen." Me seeing it on your driver's license, you me seeing, seeing the embodiment of what she's telling me, it makes me understand more. Let me tell you why I did this for the DMV. Because whenever you, whenever the let's say the police is looking for you, or or they want to, uh, such and such, they transpired in the back of the alley. This is his picture, or we're looking for this guy. Or this guy won a million dollars. They source the DMV. Most times, people of color are, 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 are on CBS or on the news because they are wanted for murder, bank robbery. How many times have you personally been watching the news? You've been like, ooh, he yeah. did it. Ugh. Hell fucking yeah. They're going to look at my ID, wanted for murder. They're going to be like, nah. <laughs> nah. He couldn't shot nobody. He Come was, on, right? He went a slight he how many times somebody. have you said somebody was guilty when you looked at the news? Look at this shit. Wait a minute. This man just taught you guys how to get away with murder. I'm just kidding. No, so, <laughs> wait a hey. minute. Hey, that's some real fucking talk. Real fucking talk. I remember, I remember like, I'm telling you, man, my, my mother would tell me, hey, when you go to the DMV, make sure you do your hair, make sure you're wearing your suit, make sure. I'm just like, moms. Relax. It's a, but chill. But no, I, I see the bigger picture. Consider this. She Every time she goes out somewhere, She's spiffy, hundred percent spiffy. She don't walk out the house not being spiffy ever in her motherfucking life. Right. I tell my mom, say, hey, look, you know, sometimes you know you you can go in and get the mail, and you don't have to be so spiffy. My mother tells me, you can go out and get the mail, and not look so spiffy, but I have to, <laughs> not because I need them to see me this way, but because it makes me feel fucking good, and not to mention the fact that. Whenever I'm at the airport, they have a first-class seat available. They look at whoever's most spiffy. Right. <laughs> She's like, whoever's I can't flies. tell you how many times they got free first-class just because I'm looking spiffy and the person next to me is just wearing some sandals looking like they're ready to fly. 
we talk about we talk about police profiling, but let's talk about how we profile. Ah, <laughs> shit. That's the thing. You that, get nervous. That exists. Don't get nervous. That Don't get exists. nervous. I think. I think. Um, Look at him. He's squirming. No, 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 no. I'm about to say something that's probably probably about to be like what. I think. Um, Profiling is. Let me think of the right word, bro. People profile, period. I think people pro. I think that the way. Pe- I think profiling people is healthy. Is it accurate? Not all the time. That's why you cannot take what you see as fact. I don't know. You Dave, Dave Chappelle taught me different. You just use it as a defense mechanism. Dave Chappelle when you see taught somebody me different players that looks like somebody else. Who has constantly been in trouble? Who's constantly been in whatever riffraff they have going on? And you see somebody who looks like that, it it it, it protects you, because you're like, okay, I know a dude that looks like that is trying to sell me something. I don't have any money, or I don't have any money to spend. So because I think about I think that about people who dress like that, when that person walks up to me. And the first moment he tries to sell me whatever said product is, I say no. No, fuck that. I disagree. The only reason why I say no to these motherfuckers is because they talk about, they, they walk up to you like you in Jamaica. You guys, you, you been to Jamaica? No, I haven't, but no. I've seen movies. Okay, listen. These motherfuckers walk up to you. Hey, what's up, man? You know, they start giving you shit. They're handing you stuff. They're putting jewelry on you and shit. What the fuck? They're just like, hey, man, it looks good on you. You can have it. They make you feel like you're keeping all this shit. The moment that you don't want to give them a tip, like, no, no, I'm good. I, I, don't, I don't need any of this shit. They start following you around. Like, hey, man, take that shit off, man. Like, you just said it was free. They want to give it to you. They want to have you feel that sense yeah. of ownership. See, I don't like, like oh, that. Cool. I don't like that. You see, I, I see these motherfuckers right outside the liquor stores or whatever. I walk in and try to get myself a Snickers. I can't even buy a motherfucking With Snickers in peace. Store, you're looking for a Snickers? You know, on, on average, I mean, I just want to find, you know, on, on a local little spot, you know, or find I mean, some boots sometimes. you get liquor, you got to get a little something to, 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 to you know, to, just to, to sweeten up the, 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 the environment. Buds. I didn't know that. Don't yeah. smoke, don't drink. That's why I'm not at the bar, baby. Yeah. You see that? Why good. are you in the bar? It was a good hook. I'm not you're not at the bar. You're not. You're, but he's saying about the bar. He said so you're, you're not at the bar. You're just in it. So what you know about the bar? He didn't say he wasn't in the bar. That was just the T-Pay line. Oh, T-Pay. Okay. I I feel you. I feel you. I got it. Have you guys um, heard about this um, Aisha Curry, Steph Curry's wife, comments? Dumb, bro. You know what? That shit got me pissed. You heard about that? Yes, yes. So for the listeners who haven't, who may be living under a rock, what happened is she was on Red Table Talk. Red Table Talk is Jada Pinkett Smith, who's Will Smith's wife's, is her um, Netflix? Oh no, no, no I'm sorry. Uh, Facebook show. Okay. Right, and so Red Table Talk is basically a show where Jada Pinkett Smith, her mom, and her daughter sit down and have conversations. So it's supposed to be three generation of women having conversations about topics that span through whatever. Um, so my podcast, Curry, pretty much. Aisha Curry. Um. Sidell Curry, who's, uh, I may be getting this wrong, but don't quote me, but Sidell Curry is Steph Curry's sister and Seth Curry, his wife. I can't think of her name. But it was basically those three women on Red Table Talk with Will Smith's mom, wife, and daughter. Mm -hmm. They get into a point where they talk about 
where Aisha Curry takes over basically the lead and she says that um, first in one breath she says that she has a problem with the groupies that throw themselves at Steph mm-hmm. mind you it's so those who's living under a super rock Steph Curry is a multiple time NBA champion a multiple time MVP millionaire shoe deals bro, you, whatever you, you could sell it just by so, saying he's a basketball he's a professional basketball player for those right? living under the professional rock. basketball player lead face face of the uh, go to state warriors He's a talented motherfucker, and right? He's got money. And he's going down in history. But anyways, she basically says that she has an issue with that. But then in the next breath, she says that she wonders if men of the opposite sex think the same way about her. She says that sometimes she wants to, you, know, whatever. She just wants to, I guess, feel that attention. She wants attention too from men. No, 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 no. Let's let's put it, let's put it to the proper context. She was upset that she does not get the same type of attention from the opposite sex. Yeah, however you want to word it. No, that's how she said it. Is that about the word? How? So here's the problem that I got with what that. What do you think? How do you feel about that? There's a big problem with that in general because you got. I don't. I don't know how Steph is. I mean, I, I don't know how. I mean, some dudes are in general. You know what I mean? You can see somebody looking like you know. I mean, fuck. Look at Bill Clinton. He was the president of the United States. He looked like a sweepy clean dude. He was fucking broads all goddamn day, and Hillary was pissed about it. I mean, fuck. You know. <laughs> I mean, shit. It's just the way it is. So what I'm going to. I don't know how Steph is in general, but I would only assume, right, the way it looks, you know, from the optics. It seems like they have a good relationship. It seems like he gives her the attention. It seems like she should be happy. That that should is pretty damn big. So I would assume that, you know, if Steph has all this ass being thrown at him and he hasn't taken this ass to leave your ass, she'd be pretty happy about that. Instead of bitching and moaning that you need to give your ass to someone else, considering the fact of the circumstances. Y'all could elaborate on that. That's where I'm at. Um, Isaiah, Minister Brown. I think that um, it is a problem. Her, I had a problem with her statement. I had a problem with her seeking attention. Right. There is a what she opened up a can of worms that she thought that she wanted that I think now she realized she don't really want it because she's blowing Instagram up. It's it it's, it's dudes out here looking like. Who done did it? <laughs> that's posting. Who here, done did it, dog? What the fuck? Here I am, Aisha. Me, me and Aisha. Does that make sense? Hell so, yeah. so she now she now she has the attention that she wanted, but she got it the wrong way. And I think that that is a bigger problem, and it speaks to our mindset, our culture, and our communities that we're so big on chasing clout, t- chasing attention that we do whatever for whatever. And I think that that's what she wants. And she's willing to put herself out there on Main Street. Not Main Street, where we from. But on, Main, <laughs> on Front Street. Front Street. Because she don't have it all because you want something. And you really don't want that attention. And you only can get that attention just so you can say, okay, I really don't want it. Or, okay, I really can't handle it. So I have a problem with what she said. Mm. Okay. So I got a kind of two. All right, let me just let me just drop it. So you can be a devil, so devil's she, advocate. No, start I'm not, there. I'm not. Okay. I'm really not. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna introduce a couple points though. 
Fill it in. If I'm Steph Curry, I am heated. Heated. By her comments. Hot. Fish grease hot. Okay. Catfish. <laughs> I don't even got to I don't even got to I don't even got to dive into detail about that. Fish but, grease hot, bro. You know how hot that shit is? But what I think is uh her her comments were problematic for a couple reasons. One, she has three children by said man. Um she has portrayed herself in a way where she is a godly, motherly wife to a superstar. Portray. Portray. It's a big word. Mind you, she is Portray. building an empire of her own. She's about to become the next Rachel Ray of cooking. Like, she, she has her own cooking network. Whatever, or not network, but show. Let me see what she's looking at. I forgot what she looks like. Uh-huh. Aisha Curry is beautiful. What did, uh, what did, uh, how did Jim Curry say it in, um... And uh, Bruce Almighty. B-E-A-U-T-F-O. And every time I try to spell the word beautiful, I think of that. B-E-A-B-U. Like, whatever. But anyways, what I think is, that was out of line. Like, how was was your husband supposed to feel? I don't know how Steph treats her at home, so I can't really dive in. But all I'm thinking is... Wait, but I think she said it for a reason, too. Right. So I don't. I, I can't really speak to how she Wait. feels like she's been treated at home. Let, let, let me Maybe Steph that. ain't giving her no What's attention. What's the reason? Maybe Steph ain't giving no attention. Maybe. Maybe. That's probably, I, that's probably the reason. Wait a minute. But wait, wait, wait. wait let, let, let's backtrack to the first <laughs> two minutes of this motherfucker. You give them too much attention, you got issues. Yeah. So now you give them less of it. You can't win for losing. <laughs> hey, I like that one for I'm the episode sure. too, dog. I, I'm, 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 I'm in between I'm sure if those Aisha two lines. Curry goes on Instagram, clicks on the DM button, and clicks that other section, I'm sure it's mad dick pics in there. <laughs> I'm sure it's mad. It's, it's like triple now. It's like. I'm sure it's hella dudes like, yo, Aisha. It just mo- it multiplied. Lo- yo, Ish. Asia. Asia. Look, you know what? I, I'm, 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 I'm going to give it to you like this. I, I've so never, all I'm sa- wait, I never looked finish, it up. So all I'm saying is I think she's tripping. But then I talked to a couple women about it. And they kind of backed me off my point. Because I was ready to come on this podcast and fly off the edge with it. But I'm not because I have eternalized the comments of the women that I spoke to. So now I understand that Aisha Curry as a woman was on a platform for and hosted by women speaking to other Women, it ain't for us. It ain't for me. To, it ain't for us to understand. It's not. What she's speaking of is basically her deepest, darkest intuitions. Excuse, excuse me. I this pick the best, bro. Let me see. Just a nice, beautiful, big smile. Like I'm a little different. Wow, I'm a little different. But, but anyways, g- g- like, hit you that know point. Cause I got so something to throw real quick. So it's it's, it's, a, it's a woman speaking on a woman's platform, primarily targeted at women. So it's hard for us to really have a true, true opinion, which she should have at this point. 
what she should have at this point expressed to Steph on what she exactly meant. And she but probably had. She, I, I would assume so. Oh, she had to. I would assume him coming home after hitting Lucy, nine threes like, you got some explaining. The things. fuck are you talking about? I just went out here and dropped 39 on these niggas. What you talking about? Lucy, you have some explaining to do. Lucy, you have some explaining to do. Not explaining. You have some explaining. Uh, you never had some explaining? Have you ever have you ever had some explaining? Oh yeah, I have plenty of those. I'll tell you that right now. You have some explaining or no? All the time. Man, I have some some explaining. So, to back to your point, women's platform. Yeah. We're not supposed to understand. We're not, it's not, it's not for us. It's not for us. Same way that if a, if a woman listens to us talk, it's not for them. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. I disagree with that 100%. <laughs> Do you think this is for women? I don't see why not. I don't see why not. I, I'm going to tell you like this. In society of life, we try so hard to try to figure out one another. You see, women try to figure out a man. They hate the fact that we're so simple. Why the fuck is he so simple? I don't know. Because we enjoy pleasure. Suck it up, and I'm happy. Cook, and I'm happy. Hug me, and I'm happy. Tell me I'm buff when I'm fucking fat. I'm happy. It's because, listen, I'm going to tell you like this, man. At the end of the day, it's the concepts, right? I don't give a fuck. If you tell me, oh, it's because it's a woman's platform, she said this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. Okay, look, you know what? I'm sold on that in a, in a partial says, way. I'm a woman, and I was speaking to other women. It's okay. not for you. Okay, that's cool. That's cool, but she didn't say that. And number and number two, at the end of the day, here's the, here's the concept of that. I heard it. Fuck. When in the fuck is it okay, or where do you find it to be meritable to say, hey, other women, because I'm talking to you guys... It's okay to want dick from other dudes while you have everything in the fucking world. You tell me. Feel me. Oh, shit. I just wanted to make sure. It yeah, I, 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 I was trying to keep that one off air, though. No, no, no. Keep going. I mean, maybe. <laughs> hey, but, but, hey, that's but, the problem with fucking older brothers. They don't know when to fuck to shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, you know. Definitely. <laughs> nah, but. But you gotta, but you gotta keep in mind that. No, no, no. L- listen, the let same me, way. Me look, go. here's the thing. If if a chick listens to a podcast of a man, mm-hmm. and then she hears some machismo in there, oh, he's so misogynistic. Why would you say that? Why would you de- dewomanize <laughs> like that? Oh, they have an opinion. We say something, they have a fucking opinion. So now she says something, and guess what? Now we got a motherfucking opinion. Can't handle that opinion? Do you believe that women should make decisions for other women? Okay. I don't believe that people should make decisions for other people. And if you're a dumbass that needs another well, person to make a decision it, for you, wait, then wait, you're a wait, fucking idiot wait, to begin with. Wait, wait, wait. But let me take it here. I know you said you didn't want politics, so we'll try to steer clear. That's all politics is about. No, no, no. Politics at women. Politics wait, is politics manipulation. Is about, wait, 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 wait. Politics boils down to choosing one person that embodies the consensus. So that embodies the most of us to make the decisions for all of us. But here's the flip side. How often 
Is that even accurate? We get it wrong a lot. All the time. So what I'm saying is... So it's, okay. a, it's a dead question. So, so let me ask you another question. It's, a, so it's, it's even on my topic list. There's a man who's the governor of Georgia. Mm-hmm. He has prohibited abortions after six weeks. Mm-hmm. Basically saying women have six weeks to decide if they want to have an abortion. Some states have up to a year. But at six weeks, so what he's basically saying is that six week more. Wait, 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 up to a year. The kid's already fucking out the fucking pussy by that time. I mean, not a year, not a year. God damn, the fucking executing kids and shit. The fuck? Not a year. But, like, it's much longer in a lot of states. So what he's saying is you have six weeks to decide if you want to abort or if you want to go move forward. Mm-hmm. After six weeks, you have no choice. Mm-hmm. Like in, in, in other states, it's much longer. But at six weeks is when a heartbeat starts to form for, for, for a fetus. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Do you think that Governor Kemp, who's a grown-ass man, should be the one implementing that? Who should be saying that? Or should it be a woman? This goes into the topic of can, men making decisions for other men. Can, can I simplify? Women make, yeah. let, let, let me simplify. He's saying once there's a heartbeat. Do you own a car? You have it. Yes. Do you need a driver's license? Yes. Do you have a problem with that? If you get pulled over without no. a driver's license and you get arrested, are you going to complain? No, um, because that's what I signed up for. That's the law. If I, when I bought, when the moment I bought a car of my own, mm-hmm. I signed up for that. Okay. I will be like, I will be able to display license mm-hmm. if I get pulled over. Awesome. Okay. Cool. So the moment you get nutted in, was that a consensual situation? Not all the time. Let's just say ninety percent of the time it is, ten percent of the time it's not. So let's consider the ninety percent because that's where the questioning comes in from. Ninety percent of the time is it consensual? If you're saying ninety. Uh, I'm going with your number, so I'll say yes. Okay. So you knew what you signed up for? I'm going with your answer when you said 90, and I agree. Let's say 50. You know, let, let, let's make it absurd. No, no, no. You got to say 90. Okay, let's say 90. Since you're saying 90%, mm-hmm. I'll say yes. Okay, so you consented to raw dogging it. You consented to the release. You accepted it. You enjoyed it. And now you have to wake up to reality. Now... Let's look at life as it is in a general consensus. In the end, because here's my thing. I look at it like this. If we as a couple agreed to do something, such as going in the backseat of a car, hitting it up because we felt the moment. Skate, skate in the backseat. Skate, skate in the backseat. Whatever the fuck you want to be. Rig- <laughs> Hey, wait, wait, pause right there. And that's oh, cold blooded. That's cold blooded. Give us a thought. <laughs> can you please share a thought? Can you can you please share your thoughts cool. okay. on where we are so far? I'm just listening. You don't got a thought yet? Not yet. Okay, he's, he he'll he'll get one in a moment. That so, nigga hurry. He's in the back seat. He was like, <laughs> that nigga heard that deep breath. He's, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Finish your thought, okay. and then he'll, he'll, he'll so, take over. <laughs> so the consensus is that, right? So everybody agreed to what happened. Now, 
my bottom line is very, very simple. After six weeks, the moment that you consider a heartbeat, you consider life. I, I Personally, me, I mean, I, I look okay. at it even I, the moment that you got something there, three months, you got something there. Six weeks, is that three months? You know, well, less than three, okay. You know, or, 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 I, I, I'm not two and a half, that's two and a half. Three, yeah. Six weeks is two and a half months, but okay. okay. So, I mean, so the, the thing, so the thing would be is that, yeah, so the moment that you have an availability of creating life in its finest moment, which is the beginning, the moment that happens, that's it. You have life. My thing would be this. I do believe that it is improper to, just because someone is asleep, they might be drunk, passed out, and you just go to them and say, you know what? Let me just shoot him. He didn't feel anything. He was asleep. He was knocked out. He didn't know what was happening. He was drunk. I just killed him. This nigga never had a roofie in his drink. See, but let's consider this for a second. The whole reason why people feel okay with... Hey, that was funny. It it was getting there. It was getting there. That was funny. No? It was getting there. Fuck (laughs) y'all. Keep going. So the thing is this. The problem that I see that a lot of people assume or they just feel that life in itself needs consciousness, which is inaccurate. You don't have Mm -hmm. to be conscious to know that you're living. So the the problem is that it's no different from if you have someone passed out, sleeped, knocked out, and you kill them from what would be a fetus with a heartbeat that has no conscience at that moment. You kill it, you took away your life. doesn't matter how you look at it. So my thing would be is that if he implemented that law for the sake of life in its general aspect in its finest hour if he said life is what I'm all about and after six weeks life is created and you can't take it away from there unless you want to go to jail for murder or whatever the fuck it is I'm for that I get that you don't need to be a woman or a man to determine that taking a life is wrong if you need that consensus to make that decision then there's something really wrong in your fucking mind Minister Isaiah for life or, or I'm sorry, pro-life or pro-choice? I am pro-life because when you... So you believe at six weeks the decision should have been made or you're having that child? No, have, have the child, bottom line. No matter what? No matter the circumstance. So when a woman finds out she's pregnant, there's no other side? Correct. Mm. But now, no matter the circumstance. Let me ask you this much. Let me ask you this because no matter the circumstance, because this is where it gets touchy. Because I, I, I mentioned in the beginning of all this, the 90%. There is such thing as anomalies. And I do believe this. Rape is an anomaly. Whereas a woman never consented to something like this. They never chose this for their life. They never wanted this for themselves. Now, Let's consider, not everybody has a religious mindset to consider life at its finest hour. But they consider their life, their changes, their moments, the fact that they're going to have a child that they never wanted, that belongs to a a, a creep, that belongs to someone that, that was so nasty that did what they did to them and they did it to that. others. I agree with that. So there, there's a fine line between that. Now, for this those circumstances and that, that anomaly, it's very, very tough to consider See, that, see, that's where I would have to draw like a fine line where it's like, damn. Because if yeah. I'm in that position, how do I take that 
six-week law into effect? And does it affect me? Because that's where you have to, you really have to draw that, that, that little margin. I would say. I've, I've personally battled with this. And every time I've battled with it, the place of where I landed was pro-choice. That's Even if one. it occurs after six weeks. Let me explain. Please do, because you caught me off guard. And, we, and, and we're at 156, so we can end with this. Hit it. Um, the reason why I battle so much with it is because people live with... People live with so many demons that they're unable to defeat. Time and time again, they're fighting with these demons, and the demons continue to win. Okay. Um, some people just aren't strong enough. They don't have the mental capacity. They It's just a lot that is required in order to overcome demons. Okay. I come from a man. When I say that, I'll talk, I'll talk about my pops. Who, I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily correlate, but... There's things that I took from that relationship, from those stories, just from the way I was raised to be able to apply here. I come from a man who basically beat the odds, who before I was born was addicted to drugs, addicted to alcohol. And before we go, we can actually touch on things you're working on, right? But at the same time, People don't, the, 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 the statistic for people to overcome addiction, especially in a timely manner, is very, 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 very low. And then considering the time he was addicted. Right. And the time he was addicted was mm-hmm. the 80s, the early, early 90s. Mm-hmm. Early, late 70s. Right. Where drugs was the norm. It was cool. We all did it. Right? Everybody addicted to drugs mm-hmm. and or alcohol. So what I think is of ch- children with no conscience having to be brought into this world from Jump Street in the system, in and out of orphanages, unloved, right? Like, like kids who don't have any, that's starting from ground zero. And their parents are unable to give them any head start, any awareness, any anything. They're just growing, they just here. They're just growing up. Right? So you bring up women who have been raped, sexually assaulted, X, Y, Z. What about the women who are on drugs that can't get off? I.E. my mom. In the 90s, I was I was born in 91. My bro here was 93. My mom came could, through those years, couldn't stop. Have you seen or have you heard of a baby going through withdrawals? Have you heard of a, a baby who's addicted to drugs? Can, can, can I ask you a question? Yes. In that sense? Yes. Now, are we using addiction as an excuse? For whom? Or is it a true cause? For whom? For the child. I'm using it as both. 
Okay. Because that child had no choice. So now let me. That child can came out. That question. child came out the womb. Didn't have no choice but to like heroin gotcha. or or crack or whatever. Understood. Just came out addicted. So it is so using that same justification. Mm-hmm. Someone that's high on let's say crack cocaine, and they grab a gun and they just shoot somebody. They kill them. Do they not go to jail because they were they were under the influence? They have, and they, it, they have to go to jail because they have deemed themselves. They have deemed themselves mm-hmm. of unable to live with their thoughts, to overcome their thoughts. Mm-hmm. They are so, they are legally suffering. So bottom suffering line is from a, 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 a mental disabled. So repercussion. Right. I mean, I don't think they should be slammed in jail and thrown to the side and forgotten about and abused and X Y Z. I don't believe that, but I believe they have shown themselves to be mentally unfit and prisons. Although it needs to get better, mm-hmm. prisons have conditions for which physically and mentally unfit people can live in. Just like if you go to jail and you're gay, the hard dudes in jail, they despise that. So they'll put you in a, in a place where you can live, where you can be who you are truthfully. I like how you explained that because, you know, it's funny. When a child so, is born so without a parent with the capacity, so they have such jail, things like foster homes. So if you go to jail and, and you're too. unfit mentally and physically, right. they will put you amongst people who are like you. I don't. I don't mean to say like you, like isolating and. and, and, and. Oh shit! Yeah, you're driving mics, bro. Excuse me. Like isolating people, but at the same time, it it, it it's worth being said. So, but to to that to that same extent. So the same way that we've identified the fact that they have these programs for set situations, they have the same program for set situations for children to live, to grow, and to strive. But just think about it. Like, um, i seen a video. And not only, and, and just to rewind a little bit, not only was she fine as a motherfucker, but she showed me a video when I was a kid. I was a kid. Right. It was a teacher. Her name was Miss Diggs. Miss King's sister. Miss. Okay, look. Let me let me stop she right was, there for a was, second. Wait, it, with the name like Miss Diggs, I'd like to dig something up real quick. I, 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 won't, I won't stay Ms. on this too long. Ms. King but, was at, right. but she was a West Ms. African. King. She was a West African princess. She what is had. It, what, do, what do they call it? Nubian oh, queen. Oh, they were half sisters. Half oh, some half sisters. Oh, right. So in the fourth grade, I had Miss Campbell. Miss King was my queen. Fly. <laughs> wait, wait. Miss Campbell was fly. She was a black woman who was the truth, right? But in the fifth grade is when I really was like, fucking no. Fucking hey. But Miss Dick, she was an East, or I'm sorry, a West African woman. Used to wear uh, Afro school every day. Sometimes she would tie her down, but she used to wear Afro school every day. Um, she knew my dad very, very, very well. Well, how well? Not, not oh, that okay, well. Okay, you said, but just very, well as far as like you said my very dad. A couple times. I my dad knew I her. My dad knew her well. Okay. And so, like, my dad would leave me with her. Have a bottle. And like, my dad gave her the permission, even though you can't do it in school. If you need to put hands on him, put hands on. Him. Put hands on him. If he's not paying attention and listening to you, do what you need to do. Knock him out. Call me. What's his word? Call me. Knock him out was his word. Knock his ass out. Put him to sleep. I want to hear him snoring. Call me. Call me when he's snoring. Right? 
she showed me a video basically and said that basically told me how smart I was, how worthy I was, how just how much of a chance at this world I had, even though I didn't come from the cleanest and nicest and the prettiest situations. Okay, I got you. She showed me a video of a a newborn baby going through withdrawals. And this baby was addicted to drugs. Mm-hmm. And this baby shook. It was a baby. It was, it was shaking because it needed it. It needed that rush, that, that, that drug injection. And, like, this was one of the most pivotal moments of my life, personally. Like, that baby had no control. But wait a minute. Many thoughts. Who makes that choice, though? See, see, Who makes what choice? So, so we're considering this. So the conversation now is the fact of a born baby from an addict. So now let's just look at it from the get-go. If there's, if a, the, if there's an addict that is pregnant and, and that addict is showing no relentless or no signs of being able to break free from their addiction in time, that addict should be told, you need to have an abortion. So now, what if the addict finds this out at eight months? Because I've, I've seen scenarios no, 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 no. where... It needs to be way before that. That addict needs to find why out... Why before? Well, because... How would the addict even know? They're addicts. Exactly. They're, they're, they're exactly. not getting You out. don't even know. That's my point. It, you don't even know. So You're aboarding. So how do you... You'll try again so, in a couple years. So when... So the, 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 it goes to my point. So when exactly? If the addict doesn't even get themselves checked on a general basis... They won't even know until they got the lumps in the stomach. So that by that they time, they're six months unfit. down. They have been deemed unfit. So at that point, you, if you can have raw dog sex, get pregnant, mm-hmm. and not find out for so long, and then show no ability to be able to break whatever demons you're battling, i.e. drugs, you have been deemed as unfit by the state of California, XYZ. So let's say six months you go by. You have to abort. So six months go by. Because now She's that pregnant. child is going to be born into a world, barely living, having to be on um, oxygen tanks and incubators and 24-hour watch. So let me ask you this. Into the system. Like not ha- even having a family to go home to. Into a system. My daughter was born at 33 weeks. Way earlier than she- Eight weeks earlier than she should have been born. Mm-hmm. Imagine her having to come home. I can imagine her having to come home to people who weren't mentally and physically capable mm-hmm. and people who didn't know what they were getting, like, as far as love goes. We weren't able to provide the love she has. I'm just a crackhead who just taking home a baby. I'm about to go home and hit this pipe again. So I don't know what this is. This is just something that's coming home with me. Let me ask you this. It's about to cry all night. Let's keep it simple. Let's make it direct. Is it safe to say it's better to have an opportunity to an opportunity than to never have one at all? Um, I think we go back to free will. No, no, no. That ain't free will. Because free will, you have to make that decision. Someone else is making a decision for you. The opportunity is being offered by someone else. So now in this case... The opportunity is being offered by someone else. So consider But if you're offering, quote, unquote, opportunity to somebody who don't realize 
what they're no, getting. No, 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 you're missing it. You missed it. No, I, I got it. No, no, no. You, you, you're talking about the opportunity it. about the person making the decision. I'm talking about the opportunity of the child. You see, the, the, the part that we're missing here is that we keep thinking about the person having that child. We keep forgetting about the human the itself. The so here's a consideration. And here's a part that I make very simple. If you deemed it, let's say a white man. Let's use that word, white. White man looks at me and says, you know what? He's got capability, but you know what? I don't see it in him. Never going to get an opportunity. Let me deem him, stamp him for the rest of his life broke. Nobody's ever going to give him a job just because I don't deem him to be worthy. So at this point, now I am unworthy, never get a job, go through the system, shitty. So now someone made that decision for me. But guess what? There's an opportunity there. Because I'm still alive, still kicking, still pushing. There's still a chance, something. You can make something of nothing. It's already been proven in this society that even which we live in, you can be, you could come from anywhere. You can have nothing, and you can do something. So I don't want. This, this is the part that I, I, I come, I come to think about this. You give people that can't make choices about their own lives to make decisions and choices about a new life. You can't do it. I, but this is where... J-Bone, this is what I think. I think that the opportunity is... J-Bone. J-Bone. People call you J-Bone? First time. I'll drink to that. J-Bone. I like J-Bone. Listen. Indeed. I think... Th- I take opportunity. I think that your opportunity is always greater than your obstacle. Let's talk about opportunity costs. Is that opportunity worth bringing Always. a child into this world who has no chance. Always. That doesn't I exist. So. I don't think so. Having no I, chance no, doesn't I, exist. I think, I think there is people who have who are doomed from the start. You and know who have no platforms, who have no resources, who have no ability to break it. I I, I just think that. But here's, a, here's think a key. That, and I think that there's I, anomalies. I don't want to loop. There's anomalies. But are those anomalies worth that opportunity cost? Yes. To bring people into this world who literally have no anything. Consider this. There's, there's kids growing up in our system. Wait, there's kids, millions of kids right now in the United States that are growing up in our systems that have never, ever been loved. So is it okay that they go through this world, that they go through this lifetime, that they live until whatever age that they live through, who ha- to have never experienced true love? Do you to really have need never it? Ex- Wait a huh? minute. Do, do, you, do you really need love? We can end this podcast right now. I think you need love, yes. Wait, wait, no, no, we, no, no. We, wait, wait. We can drop wait. this podcast right no, now. No, so consider this for a second. Because this do is going to make truly, you go to four hours long. That's right. Do you yes, need it? Yes, we do. To grow. Everybody does. Yes. Correct. Yes. yes. To if you're a newborn baby that I saw that video of this little black kid going through a withdrawal because their parents, they were out of the womb. But that's their an anomaly. Weren't, no, it's not an anomaly. Yeah. It's not. It's, I don't think it's an Statistic. anomaly at all. I'll prove I think, it to you. No, no, that's it's an not. Anomaly. It's not. My mom was a crackhead. Watch out. I, I Statistically. Think I think there's a lot of kids growing up in South Central Los Angeles and in, pe- in, 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 in impoverished and disenfranchised neighborhoods all across the world 
who 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 beg to differ. No, I'm not I'm not buying that, Jay. That don't work for me. It don't. It can never. But love is needed. I was just fortunate enough to be able to come into this world and being able to have a dad like the way I had that came in and took the reins and said, you know what? This is where we're going. This is how I'm about to do it. I don't have it all. I don't got the answers. I don't got the anything. But I'm going to give you and teach you and make you know everything that that I know. And, and, And hopefully you can take it from there. I, I just I just can't buy it. Well, I can't I can't. Well, it's because I, I, as much as I understand it, as much as I understand it, I'm, I don't think you do. I, I, I'm going because remember, I I I don't hold I, I don't hold a uh, what is that called? I don't I don't I don't have a dog in this fight, which is why I can only go based on a factual number. Right, because you got a factual person that's what, in front of you that's right why, now. That's my anomaly. You see what I'm saying? That's my anomaly. I, I'm saying it's not an anomaly. Anomaly is one of the is a, is is the exception to the rule. Anomaly is so uh, every now and then I meet somebody like him. I think you more so than not will meet somebody like me than you will somebody like the other side, unless you get to those Palos Verdes estates, unless you get in that 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 high rise in downtown LA. You live in the Ritz Carlton or some shit. I don't think so, bro. Well, I mean, l- l- let's consider a number here. On average, how, like b- between both of you, right? On average, how many kids you think are born every year? In one year? Millions. What you think? A couple million. A couple million? Easily. Now, if I told you 32,000 of that couple million were born with withdrawals from drugs, from addicts. All right, so you narrowed Statistically, it down. Statistically. So you narrowed it down to just drugs and alcohol. But yeah. I want you to narrow it down to people who who are unfit, so they show that they're addicted to drugs and alcohol, so they show that they have been raped, so they show that they were too young. Like, well, no, but see, now, now we're talking. Too young is an excuse. Well, I mean, it, it, it see, look. That, or not an excuse. I hate to say it, the yeah, word. No, it's not. But it is a reason. Look. It's one of those. Your it, daughter walk into the house at 15 like I'm pregnant. You're going to be like, oh, shit, what? Yeah, of course. Anybody because if that happens, because if that happens, and I hate to wish that on you, I would never wish that on you. You're one of yeah. my best friends. Of course, I got you. Right? If that happens. But it's a concept. What you're going to say is, that's basically my child. Because my 15-year-old, 16-year-old daughter ain't getting no money. I'm funding that bit. I'm ri- you get what I'm saying? Of course. That's your child all over again, essentially. Look. I'll break it. I'll break it down hundred. Keep it hundred. Let's be realistic. Do you pay taxes? Uh, yeah. Okay, so you, you I would like to believe I pay too much. Okay, so guess what? You're already paying for the kids that don't belong to you. Who is he? You. Right. Yeah. So you do it on a regular. But that but strangers. That, but, but your sixteen year old daughter needs dinner for the night. Where that's coming from? It still comes from me anyway. It's in a cup for me regardless. I, no, no, no. I'm talking about directly. Still comes from me. Okay, that child needs to. Uh, he's going to school and he's, the child's getting bus. Where's that bus fare coming from? That child needs school clothes. Where's it coming from? From his sixteen-year-old daughter. Well, no. To that point, I'll be like I said. Let's, like, keep, let, let's, let's keep, keep it hundred. Let's keep it real. Let's keep it hundred. Now, as a father, considering that circumstance, yeah, 
first thing you'll probably think about, okay, wait, how many weeks are we talking about? Bro, we're talking about 18 years. So, no, no, no I'm, talk, I'm talking about weeks in general as far as the child is concerned. Like, what, when did you find out? Do you know for sure? Whatever. Now, but let's be realistic. And this is the one thing that I keep behind it. See, because I, I had my little let's, girl. Let's, let's wrap it here because we had 215. My man's, I don't want to keep him. We kind of phased him out, low key, the conversation. He kind of <laughs> fell out. <laughs> we'll get your last thoughts, and then we'll we'll wrap. Does that sound good to you? That's wrap. All right, cool. So the, the flip side to this is that I had my little girl pretty much at seventeen, right? You could okay. you could say I was unfit. I was. Were you? I was. Like physically, mentally. I was mentally unfit, or just financially because, unfit. No, no, mentally because at the time, I, never did it cross my mind a child. Never did it cross my mind taking care of another human body. Never did it cross my mind having to pay for my own shit. None of that crossed my mind. 17 years old, still in high school, about to graduate, looking for a university, looking for college, and all of a sudden, this happened. Where'd your money come from? I had to go to work. So the concept of that Did was... Did you get from aided by your mom and dad? No, actually. At all? At the beginning, they gave me the boot. They said, all right, you know what? You dug the you what dug it. Girl? You rolled it. What, what kind of assistance did she? What kind of assistance did she get from her mom and parents? From her parents? Oh, that was even worse. Nothing. So you, consider this: seventeen, two kids, two kids having a kid. Wait, no you support. Two kids at seventeen? No, no, no. no, no. Two I'm talking kids about me. Kids. Oh, two kids having a kid. So, so you consider that for a second, right? Yeah. So you look at the reality of it. So now here's where I guess you could call this one an anomaly. That's an anomaly. You see, call it. See, that's why I, I use I use the same concepts in both routes. So consider it an anomaly. What happened? Say, so, hey, you gotta work. I gotta work. We gotta figure out a way to get some shit rolling. Whatever we can do. That's exactly what we did. Why? Because in the end, I didn't believe that a child should pay the price for my God given mistake. Because so I had I, the free will to make the right decision, but I chose this. not to. You had this. You had a. You had. You had. I had you common mentally, sense. No, you that's were what mentally it is. able. It's, it's common sense. Com- I don't believe common sense is common. We can drive into that another day. <laughs> That'll be another round. But at the same time, I believe you were mentally fit. You were meant, even though you didn't have it physically, you didn't have the catalog built up. You were mentally there, bro. Me- but you I'm, were you were mentally able to stomach what you needed to do. But we can simply argue a year before that, like I said, sixteen, having a kid, same concept. You're not mentally fit. Do you have any chime-ins for this? Reverend Lovejoy, I mean... <laughs> I think that a child's opportunity mm-hmm. is greater than all obstacles, number one. And then I also think about this whole thing that Like your situation, for an example, mm-hmm. two kids having a kid. Yeah, you realize the, the the you realize the situation, you assess the situation, and you move forward. And it goes back to the art of of what the art the art of execution, <laughs> right? It goes back as it goes back to to now that I have this situation. What am I gonna do to fix it, or what am I gonna do to make it better? What am I gonna do to smooth it over? Right. And I think that I'm pro life. Number one, again. Number two, yeah. opportunity. I'm pro-life because of the opportunity that the child can have. 
And then number three, I think that if you are young and you're having a child, then you need to really assess the situation and figure out what you're going to do because you have to do something, period. That, that, that's really my chiming. That's, that's really what I think. Yeah. Hey, figure it out. Hey, what are you going to do next? You cannot do nothing. And I think that we're living in a community and a culture where nothing is accepted. And because nothing is accepted, nothing is expected. Nothing is accepted. And all these things are It's an excuse. Oh, okay, nobody expects me to do nothing, so I'm not going to do anything. No. How can I move from here to putting stuff into action? How can I go from here and putting stuff into work? Period. Bro. That's what I think. I like that. Thank you, Mr. J. Bone. I like that. I, I, I really do. I mean, I consider that in so many different ways. I consider it so many different. And it's good to hear from somebody else, you know, because sometimes, you know, you get into a situation where you literally, I, I, I believe we're living in an era nowadays where common sense is out to question, where human life is out to question. If it's not electronic, it doesn't exist. If it's not visual on a screen, it doesn't exist, even though you can touch it right in front of you. Right. Which is crazy. See what I'm saying? So it's, it's, it's intriguing to, you know, to capture this information from other lives. And what I think also is this, man. I think that we're living in a day and age where, where, where we want so many options. And all of these options have made us wild. All of these options have made us crazy. All of these options have made us senseless. And so that when you have things that are happening where governors are, 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 are banning abortions after a certain point and putting restrictions and putting bans and putting limits and drawing the, la- the, the line in the sand, for lack of better words, yeah. th- those things we disagree with. But it's much needed. So when, when you look at our community and the problems that we're having, whether it's gang violence, whether it's black on black, brown on brown, black and brown, whatever the issue is, it stems down to not having boundaries, not having borders, not having, okay, we cannot break these things. Okay, we can't do these things. And we are swaying so far to another to other sides we're, we're just okay you're right you're right you're right you're right you're right everybody's right you all get a car well who's wrong <laughs> what, what do we have to base it on what, what's our measuring stick if everything is acceptable so is it a sticky situation that a person is 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 putting limits on abortions and and you know i saw on uh, instagram control control gun not women control guns not women Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. Hey, we need rules. We need regulations. We need guidelines. We need clear, concise rules. We need we need lines in the sand so that we won't get outrageous. And the reason why America is outrageous now is because we have no. No rule book. We have no moral compass. We, we, We threw our moral compass out the window just for comfort. We, we, we threw what's supposed to direct us just just because of our preferences, what we like and what we don't like, for our opinion. We traded in facts for opinions. We traded in the truth for our truth. And that's why we're in this whirlwind. 
Feelings versus facts. Feelings versus facts. Facts don't care about your feelings. And feelings don't care about the facts. Man. It's a problem. Lastly, I want you to keep going. I want you to tell us about what you're doing, who you are, how to find you. Okay, so um, what am I doing? Man, I'm doing a little bit of everything. I'm I'm doing I'm doing some top secret stuff. I really I really wish I can say it all. But what I would say is this, man. I'm I'm working, I'm doing some more writing. Um I'm and when I say writing, I really want to launch a blog within the next few months. I think that our stories matter. The story that you have matter. Jay Bones, your story matter. Our listeners, your story matter. The reason your story matters is because there is somebody that's in a situation that needs to hear your story so they can draw strength from it. Uh, uh, our stories matter because you, you only get better by the stories you hear. And if you hear that a man named Jay Bones can make it out of the situation he made it in, you can compare his story to your story and say, man, I'm not really going through. My situation is really not bad. And if he can make it, I can make it. If she can make it. I, and and so so I'm just building a platform just to share my story, just so somebody can read a part of something that I went through, something I experienced, whether it was my childhood or whether it's my struggles in adult life and you and you just draw strength and you get hope and it inspires you to move forward. It inspires you to go to be greater. It inspires you to go deeper. It inspires you to go back and to reignite something. It inspires you to live some your your dreams, your wildest dreams, just to tell you that what you're going through is not permanent but it's temporary. So I'm just in a stage now where I'm just building out my story. I'm 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 writing so that you can get help or so the readers can get help. Um, so how do we find you? That's what I feel like this podcast does. But go ahead. But 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 how do we find you? If somebody wanted to find you up, man, you got an Instagram. You got a. Somebody wanted to find me. You can follow me on Instagram. I S Brown is my Instagram handle. You can find me on. I think it is. Check it. You check it. Uh, uh, you Instagram? Yeah, check bro, it. Bro, I didn't check know. Check it. <laughs> hey, listen. Like, you check it real quick. Yeah, check it real quick. <laughs> and uh, look, hey, hey, I can vouch for that. Last week, I was here, and I didn't know my own Instagram. I literally had to go live on the freaking Snap. I mean, on the, on the Instagram. Eight, eight. <laughs> so, so, so my Instagram is isbrown88. Isbrown88. There you go. On Instagram. Isaiah Brown on Facebook. Man, follow me. Check me out. Um, I'm just releasing some 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 big stuff. So there you go. And we'll be definitely sure to uh, to put his Instagram in our uh, bio. Definitely some things he has going on, man. I think you guys would appreciate it. Anybody who is of any Christian or Baptist beliefs, he is the man to uh, look to, to follow, to get seek any guidance that you may need from. Um, as always, I'm Ives. I'm just a nigga that you can go to for any type of, uh, contradictory, area. uh, what did I say right now? Some contradictory, um, information, man. I just want to make sure y'all, uh, y'all know that. And alongside me, I got my man, Jay, as always. Jay Bones. Or, as recently named, Jay Bone. Hold on, put that in there, man. Anything else for the people for J-Bone? Nah, man, you know what? This was this was dope, dog. This was dope. I really appreciate the fact that, um, you know, that you shot the... Oh, that's the same one. 
that's what's up. That's what's up. I like that. Look at that. So, you know what? I, I definitely do appreciate you coming out, man. I mean, I know it was probably short notice, but definitely do appreciate you. You brought some different vibes to the tables today. And uh, to the listeners, man, you know you know where to find us. Overall, man, we definitely do appreciate every single person listening through, supporting. Don't forget to give us the feedback. The, the I mean, everything. I mean, as, as we found out last week, Ive is the perfect person to close out the show with where to find us because I will fuck that up. Uh, so man, close uh, it out with that, my friend. What I'll do is, man, I would just let y'all know, man, we want to thank you. Every single one of you will appreciate you. We're about two and a half hours in. I hope you appreciated the conversation thus far. Man, you can find us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us on Google Play. And you can also find us on SoundCloud, man. Definitely go ahead and hit like and subscribe. We want to get to 1,500 followers, man. We want to... Um, 1,500? We want to make sure that you... Why not two? Help us... Two racks. Let's double up. Let's double up. Double, 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 double down. Three K. We want to get to three K. There you go. Andre 3000, one of my favorite rappers. But anyways, go. that's beyond the point, man. We I want to double up the net, but Andre 3000. We want to be able to let y'all know, man. We want to thank you. Um, any any feedback that you have, we want to have you make sure you uh, subscribe to the platform. We want to make sure you leave a five star review and let people know that you actually uh, that you actually listen. Um, help us beat the algorithm, man. Everything is about the algorithm now, man. One day we're going to talk about the data that we're giving up to these fucking corporations. And we're losing the fact that fucking human touch, the nobodies can even make a way. Uh, me and my man Jay, we're trying to, to, to make that happen. So um, on that note, man, I do not want to keep y'all. That's a wrap. From us here at the Good Riddance Podcast, over and out. Ah, yes, man, over and out.